All right, here we fucking go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, episode 59. Fuck yeah, we did it. Whoever thought we made it this far, nobody. And I apologize, I skipped my show Friday, No Filter Friday, and I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Uh, I was playing Borderlands 3 all week, and I didn't find enough good material to make a decent show, so I decided to cancel my show and wait for tonight. And Man, that Borderlands game is pretty fun, gotta admit. And it also reminds me, like, the main bad guy in the Borderlands game is a YouTube celebrity, more or less, which is pretty fucking cool. And, uh, so you guys should, uh, subscribe and like the video and also obey! You know, that's, that's my recommendation to you. And if you watch, if you play the game, you'll get that reference. Pretty fucking cool. So how's everybody doing tonight? Everybody already mad at me? As per the fucking usual, same shit every fucking week. Everybody's always like, hey, Dusty, you're a piece of shit for talking about goddamn Jordan Peterson being in rehab. And I'm like, you haven't even heard what I have to say yet. How the fuck am I a piece of shit before you even know what the fuck I'm going to say about it? Come on, at least listen to, that. Listen to me, hear me out first, right? Um, and we're also going to be talking about David Silverman. Apparently, a few people were mad about me about the David Silverman thing, because uh, I thought I was a lot more even last week about the David Silverman thing than I guess I was, because... Uh, Soon as I got done with the show, David Silverman's people were messaging me going, going, David Silverman's people were messaging me going, dude, you fucking killed it. That was amazing. Best job I ever seen. You're a genius. And I'm like, holy shit. Apparently I was not as even as I thought I was. If that one side is, uh, so supportive of me. So we're going to revisit the David Silverman thing tonight. He is not going down the right path, folks. If you liked my coverage of him last week, you're probably going to be mad at me this week because I have a slightly different take on it. So we're going to cover that. So how's everybody doing though? First of all, it's Monday. Hope you all had a good fucking weekend. Cue the music. We don't do the music anymore on the show. I am the music. My beautiful voice. Fuck that. It's not too late. It's not too late. Hell yeah. Uh, Dusty is the boss. Fuck yes, I am. Dusty's the coolest. Go Dusty. I don't know about that, but I won't argue with you. So, we're also streaming on Facebook and Twitch. For those of you on here, I will try to check the Facebook and Twitch chat a little bit more. And, uh... As always, if you guys want to support the show, best way to support the show is Patreon. Patreon.com slash podcast. There's a link to it in the description of the video. We're up to $694. So, really appreciate the 106 patrons who are really uh, supporting the show. I think we were up to like 725, but I think a few people got mad at me because of my David Silverman coverage and they left. Which is totally fine. You know, we're living and learning. The great thing about doing a show twice a week is that when you don't get it quite right on the first try... I got tons of fucking tries to correct the record and get this shit straight, so we're going to do that tonight. And of course, as always, Super Chats. No Super Chats yet, but like button of the show, Super Chats. No questions dodged, every question answered. Ask me something you think I can't know the answer to. Ask me a fucking embarrassing thing that you think I won't fucking answer. Whatever. Make it interesting. Support the show. Most of the money goes to the Human Society Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we take... uh, taking stray dogs and cats that are about to be put down and try to give them a good home. And we've actually recently... As I've told you guys before, we uh, we bought a basically a mini apartment complex. It was a huge house that was separated into four different sections. And so we had two different sections of cats. One of the cats was in one of the apartment. It was like, a, we have ten cats. Like five cats was in one of the apartments, and the other five cats were in the other apartment. So now we've mixed all the cats together, and so they're like, they're like trying to get used to each other. A lot of hissing, but uh, they're getting used to it, so it's pretty fucking cool. Definitely the way to go, so hopefully I can have some more cats in here and show you a, a, a wider variety of the cats that we have rescued. And uh, with that, I guess we'll just jump into the Jordan Peterson stuff, okay? Like I said, everybody already mad at me. 
Like I'm not even supposed to be. I already turned that off, motherfucker. I literally fucking turned this off before the show started. Yes, pause, motherfucker. Don't let me tell you again. I will jump through this goddamn computer and murder your whole family. Anyway, folks, um, people mad at me for even talking about this. Like, we're not even supposed to fucking discuss the fact that Jordan Peterson is in rehab right now. That's bullshit. Ain't nothing fucking sacred, right? And uh, I think people are afraid that I'm going to use this opportunity to make fun and mock Jordan Peterson. And maybe, maybe there'll be some slight mocking. But ultimately, my goal is not to mock Jordan Peterson here. Um, but my goal is to use this as a teachable moment to point out just how bullshit Jordan Peterson's ideology is. Not only is it bullshit, it's dangerous and, and ridiculous. And this is a prime example to use and point out why it's so. So basically, uh, Jordan Peterson apparently, uh, got addicted to clonopin or clozapin or whichever one, um, according to this, because, uh, apparently his wife was diagnosed with cancer. Now, apparently, uh, it's all good, folks. According to their daughter, she's made a miraculous recovery, so my understanding is she's no longer dying of cancer, I guess. So it's more of a cancer scare than anything. But according to the New York Post, uh, he got addicted to clozapine, and also uh, he also took other drugs to beat the clozapine. So we don't really know what drugs Jordan Peterson got addicted to, to be honest with you. They're not really saying, they're just saying the clozapine part, and they basically leaked the fact that he's in rehab before, like tabloids did, to make fun of him, uh, to, to stay on top of it and whatnot. And so, look, folks, like I said, I don't want to mock Jordan Peterson too much for being in rehab, right? Um, now, we, we can, because, like, he has videos like this, how to solve addiction simply, and, and no part of this video anywhere did he mention rehab, so um, there's that. And uh, I think one of the biggest problems I have with it, just to start off with, is the fact that he, him and his daughter were going public saying that meat had cured his depression, right? And uh, his daughter is making tons of money. She's charging people fees to, to give, uh, like, Skype calls with about this shit. You know, they're, they're raking it in, just like you would expect grifters to do. And so that's the first problem I have with it. Obviously, meat did not cure his depression if he got addicted to drugs to cure his depression and he's in rehab, Right. So I feel bad for all the people that are being lied to by Jordan Peterson about this type of thing and, and his daughter who are being grifted. I mean, like Jordan Peterson's already making like, what, 15, 20 million a year. And on top of that, he has the, the, uh, that school, quote unquote, that charges students $60,000 a year and that kicks people out if they ask too many questions, which I've done a video about before. And it seems like he's the grifter that never stops grifting and his daughter's in on it. And it seems to me like, they're, they're lying about what they're saying, you know. Obviously, meat did not cure his depression. But that's not even the biggest problem I have with this, folks, at all. Um, first of all, people got mad at me for even talking about this, like I said. But I can't help but notice that the same people that are mad at me, that are saying, Dusty, you're punching down. Why kick a man when he's down? He's vulnerable. You shouldn't fucking talk about this while he's vulnerable. I couldn't help but notice that all these same people rah-rahed and cheered him as he lied his ass off about Bill C-16, which led to more hatred than I've ever seen towards strand people in the last several decades. They didn't fucking say shit about that. You know, the most vulnerable class of people among us. And you don't have to believe me, folks. I've said this time and time again. Just go to Twitter. Just go to Twitter and search in the Twitter field C-16 or Bill C-16 and trans and just read for the last few years the tons and tons and tons of fucking hate that Jordan Peterson helped spread by his lies. And yes, he lied. Uh, the Canadian Bar Association, which is the number one most respected legal body in Canada, came out and said, basically, they didn't say outright that he lied, but the reason they came out and put out a statement was to cover his lies. Um, 
And that's what happened. All the people that were fucking rah-rah on him, they didn't have any fucking problem with him picking on the most vulnerable class in our society, the ones that were demonized, the ones that are committing suicide all over the place, the ones that are being murdered all over the place. No problem whatsoever. But once this rich, straight white man suddenly starts having problems, oh my God, he's vulnerable. You can't even mention this. Don't even talk about this, Dusty. Well, bullshit on that. I definitely can talk about this, and I'm going to talk about this, and I'm going to point out why it's total fucking bullshit, uh, and why it makes his ideology both dangerous and bullshit. Um, so first of all, regardless of what a- Peter- Peterson acolytes tell you, Peterson is not harmless, okay? Like, this post nails it. I know there would be a consensus that this is a horrible condition that should have not happened to anybody. Yes, we are not alt-right, we have sympathy, but this is the guy who convinced some portion of a young generation that the problems minorities and trans are facing are nothing but political calculation to bring down the Western world. That they're idiots to think their problems are not fake and couldn't be solved all by themselves. I'm just pointing that out, and that's exactly right. Uh, for those of you who don't know, other than Jordan Peterson spreading more hatred towards trans than we've seen in decades, he's done tons of bad things, right? But one of the main bad things he did was he's decided to combat social justice and those of us fighting for, you know, equality and whatnot by telling his followers that unless your house is in order, unless your room is clean, unless you've got your life all sorted out, you should not criticize other. You should not stand up and fight for justice and whatever. You basically shut the fuck up. And so your house is totally fucking in order. You don't have a, you don't have room to talk. He was saying this while he himself was addicted to drugs. He was saying this while he himself's room was not clean and his house was not in order, proving he's a big fucking hypocrite. Now, the reason he's doing this is obvious, all right? Rich white dudes are terrified that they're going to lose the privilege that allowed them to become rich white dudes, right? Um, So, in order to combat all these young people that want social justice, that want to uh, make, you know, the world more equal and fair, Jordan Peterson decided to attack them. And, and I've heard this same attack by so many of his acolytes. You know, they, they come to you if you uh, post something they think is too SJW or, or, or you fight for social justice. They're like, is your room clean? Is your room clean? Is your house in order? Clean your room, bucko. You're just a postmodernist. You're just, you're just trying to destroy Western society. That's what they say to shut you up. And that's what Jordan Peterson has done. He's made this fake fucking narrative, right? That your house has to be ordered, that your life has to be close to perfect or whatever before you can criticize. But that's total fucking bullshit, folks. This is just meant to shut you up. The truth is that Jordan Peterson getting addicted to drugs, right? It doesn't make him all that worthy of ridicule and mockery. What it does is it makes him normal. It makes him like everybody else because the truth is none of our lives are fucking in order that much. We are trying to figure this shit out still, right? We are struggling. So to tell us that we're not allowed to fucking complain or try to make the world a better place because our house is in order, when your fucking house is not in order, makes you a giant fucking hypocrite that's easy to see through this shit. It's easy to see what he's fucking doing. And it's a bullshit narrative, kids. I want to tell you young people this out there. You don't have to fucking wait till your life is fucking perfect and in order and your room is clean and all that bullshit before you try to make a world a better place. You can go out there and both work on yourself, work on self-improvement, and also work at the same time when trying to make a world a better place. Or work for equality and working on more fairness you don't have to shut the fuck up just because assholes like jordan peterson tell you to shut the fuck up it's obvious what he's doing there's this white supremacy power structure that has been put in place in western society and these rich white assholes will do anything they can to keep this system in place and a lot of times they don't even consciously know that they're doing it right it's subconscious a lot of times 
But that's exactly what the fuck he's doing here. He's using this bullshit narrative to try to shut people up. And that's exactly what his acolytes do. They go out and they try to shut people up. And it's fucking dangerous. No. No, you don't have to wait till your life's perfect. You can fucking fight for quality. You can fucking fight for uh, a better society. And uh, this is just fucking proof that Jordan Peterson's fucking full of shit, right? Um, and I feel bad for him. Like I feel bad that his wife got cancer. I feel bad that he's going through... One thing that people told me repeatedly, though, is like... Getting addicted to drugs can happen to anybody, Dusty. It can happen to fucking anybody. And, like, that's not really true, right? Um, to be honest with you, I don't know a single person who got addicted to drugs because of the tragedy in their life. I just don't. Now, I know it happens. I, I, I've heard about it on TV and I've heard, read about it on the internet. I know it happens. But it's not. It, that doesn't happen to everybody. It simply doesn't. I mean, take my mom, for example. My mama watched her dad drink himself to death basically on our front lawn and die right there. Her mom got cancer. Neither time did she ever get addicted to drugs. She was raped and never got addicted to drugs over it. She, uh, her brother was murdered by the FBI. Never got addicted to drugs over it. Never even came close. Fucking my dad died. Never got addicted to drugs over it. Had many really good friends commit suicide. Just had my friend commit suicide recently. Never got addicted to drugs over it. So most people are stable enough not to get addicted to drugs when chaos enters their life, right? They're strong enough to avoid that i mean we all face tragedy so yeah it happens but it, it doesn't happen to everybody right and this is from a guy who wrote a book called 12 rules for life an antidote to chaos i'm starting to think that these 12 rules for life aren't actually an antidote for chaos because the first time sufficient chaos came into his life he got into the drugs instead of following his 12 rules for life so that's why it's important to use as a teachable moment to pull out to point out the hypocrisy of jordan peterson and his bullshit ideology these 12 rules for life are not an antidote to chaos everybody experiences chaos everybody's going to go through the suffering and it's fine it's fine if you both suffer and go through this shit and also speak out to make society a better place so that's my opinion on that shit um i'm trying to be as kind as possible i know a lot of people are going to mock him over it and uh and i'm not going to be one of them but uh so we are going to make a joke about Jordan Peterson on a completely fucking unrelated note right now. This has nothing to do with him being in rehab. I told this, I, I, I didn't make this joke, but I shared this before I knew it was in rehab. And I just think it's really funny. I, I think even he might find this funny. And uh, this is from a, a, a basically a, a parody site, almost like The Onion. Jordan Peterson refuses to call film it. Says clown is clearly a him. And then from the article... I'm here for him. I want to see him, recalled assistant manager Toby Duncan. When I eventually clued in and asked if he meant it, he said he most certainly did not mean it and called me a radical postmodern ideologue, trying to punish him for not using the clown's compelled pronouns. And I think that's actually pretty funny. One thing a lot of people pointed out to me is that it is not actually, uh, I, I don't know if it, it I, I say this jokingly, but I don't know if it actually identifies as uh, male or not because it is capable of having babies. So, uh, I don't know. In my opinion, it was clearly born female because it can have babies, right? But then the second they started presenting themselves as a male, Stephen King starts referring to them as an it. So, clearly, Stephen King is a transphobe that should be canceled immediately. I think everybody can see exactly what's happening here. And uh, that's a joke, folks. That is a joke. But here's the funny thing about this shit. I thought this was fucking hilarious. I don't know what's more funny. This uh, parody or this real fucking shit that Jordan Peterson actually said. Uh, Carol Law, Professor Peterson, why have you said you don't recognize a another person's right to determine what pronouns you use to address them? That's right. I don't recognize that. 
I don't recognize another person, singular, keep in mind, this is singular, another person means one person. He's referring to a singular person. I don't recognize another person's right to decide what words I'm going to use, especially when the words they want me to use, first of all, are non-standard elements of the English language, and they are constructs of a small coterie of ideological motivated people. They might have a point, but I'm not going to say their words for them. Hmm. It's almost like when you're talking about somebody and their gender is uncertain, you refer to them by default as they and them. Naturally. Hmm. Curious how that happens, Jordan Peterson. Hypocrite, thou's name is Jordan. That's all I have to say about that. Funny as shit, in my opinion. But, uh... Even Stefan Nuts was trying to jump on the Peterson uh, shitting on bandwagon. He was like, I wish Peterson the best, but I'm baffled by why he would dump the dangerous meds into his system after his wife's cancer diagnosis. When I was diagnosed with cancer, my family didn't turn to meds. Jordan Peterson enters rehabs after wife's diagnosis. And then, of course, he started getting shit on about it. And uh, they're like, don't judge the guy. We are we, we are all the same. And he's like, I said I was baffled. I didn't judge him negatively. Yeah, you did. I just don't understand the difference. His wife is recovering from cancer, and now she has to deal with his addiction. I don't see how it helps. They're like, I'm pretty sure he didn't get addicted through choice. Are you saying a clinical psychologist has no idea these drugs are addictive? And then he starts to change it, right? He starts to try to wiggle the fuck out of it because he's getting shit. He's like, after his wife had to flee to the United States to save her life, and Jordan Peterson holds up in a New York rehab facility to get off the drugs prescribed to him by a Canadian doctor, I hope he would do a strong lecture series on the evils of socialized medicine. It's time. So now he's fucking pivoting to blaming socialized medicine, of course. Can't blame the guy who needs to take personal responsibility for himself, right? To blame socialized medicine. Always the way with these right-wing grifters. But anyway, that's my short and concise take on Jordan Peterson. Well, we have to think about that, folks. Am I wrong to even call this out in any fucking way? Or is this proof that Jordan Peterson's ideology is fucking bullshit and dangerous to the rest of society and we should call it out repeatedly? What say you, chat? Uh, Western society is a dog whistle, true. Western society usually means white folks, don't it? Um, there's no true cure for chaos, I know, right? He's just selling gullible young men who are desperate to find somebody who gives them the answers to life. But the truth is, nobody knows the fucking answers to life, folks. We're all just trying to figure it out the best way we can. And those who try to sell you on the fact that they're this super guru that knows this shit, they're just lying to you. They're conning you out of your fucking money. And it's sad that so many young men are falling for this bullshit, for this obvious lie. And if this is not proof to you, that this guy is just like the rest of you. He doesn't have the fucking answers, right? I, nothing will. But I, I've seen it. They defend him anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that he's a hypocrite, you know? That, that's the way it is when you're in a cult. Your, your cult leader can do no wrong, and that's why I'm witnessing over and over with these people. This may be his new grift. He's going to come out and make even more money, probably. He's probably going to go on a tour, like, against drugs and shit. Would not be surprised to see it at all. Learn to love the chaos, chaos, evolution, true, you know? I think uh, TJ, the Amazing Atheist, actually did a, a really good video about this. Uh, I don't... Often, I don't, I won't say I don't often agree with TJ. I bet probably I more often than not agree with TJ, but I often disagree with TJ, but this is not something I disagree with him about. I think he was spot on his whole Peterson and, and his whole chaos bit. Uh, it, it was, he was very eloquent in what he said. If you guys haven't seen his video on that, um, let's see. My God, that's horrible. Sorry to hear about your friend. Yeah, uh, that was my friend, uh, Nate Jones. 
who's been missing for over a year now and presumed to commit suicide. We don't know what happened to him, but he told me he was going to commit suicide and he's been missing for a year, so you do the math. But yeah, that sucks, but like, I didn't get addicted to drugs over it because, uh, I don't know, that doesn't seem like the right thing to do to me. Uh, fuck Jordan Peterson in his untidy room. Agreed. He's a nasty piece of work. Definitely uh, harmful ideology, in my opinion. And that's just like one thing he did. Like, there's so many different things you can point out that Jordan Peterson's done that's horrible. And, and, and here, I know this is going to sound a little bit cruel, folks. Unkind. But this is really how I feel. I think that bad people should be depressed. You know? In my opinion, if you go out and you lie about people, you lie about the most marginalized class in our society that's killing themselves all over the place and demonized all over the place and shit on constantly and you lie about them and add to the hatred that they received, I think you should be depressed. That's just my opinion. You know, it should make you feel bad that you're a horrible human being. It should weigh on you that you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars while you help spread hatred and evil. So... I'm just saying, maybe that's part of why he's so depressed. And the thing is, is like his depression didn't start with his wife's cancer diagnosis. This dude has been miserable ever since I've even known about his existence. He seems like he is so angry and just fucking having a horrible time in life all the time. I have no idea why anybody takes advice from this dude. Why would you take advice from somebody who seems so fucking miserable all the time instead of somebody who actually seems happy, you know, who has a, a grip on how to be happy? That's just my opinion. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, go away, JP Cultist. I heard that. Um, JP is not human, though. He is a lobster kid. And he's a human just like everybody else. He's going to stumble, make mistakes just like everybody else. And then, But the fact that he pretends like his house is in such good order that he can go out and criticize. He can go out and talk about the evil postmodernists and how they're trying to destroy Western society. It's all bullshit, folks. Absolutely bullshit. I guess we'll read the Super Chats, and then we'll get into the David Silverman stuff. Got some explosive fucking David Silverman stuff coming up. I've decided to release the incredibly uh, eye-raising whistleblower text that I received from a friend of David Silverman's during the time that supposedly he was accused of sexual assault. So we're going to look at that. Man, this is going to be a big fucking dumpster fire, but I'm going to do it anyway because I feel that's the moral thing to do. But anyway, uh, Spank, Spanky Weasel says $10. I think the reason our president is always talking in front of his running helicopter, Chopper Talk, is because we can't hear his incessant sniffling due to his addiction. Fuzzy for you. Thank you for that. Yep, we'll be surprised if uh, Trump is on the nose candy a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Peterson is on the nose candy. Like I said, it said in that article that he was addicted to a myriad of drugs to try to get off Klonopan. It didn't mention what those were, but there were other things. So, uh, who knows? Who knows what they are? We can speculate, I guess. The Supreme King, Dr. Nani, you the man, Dusty. Just got Twitter. You still there. Yep. How could I be the man if you're the man, the Supreme King? That's impossible. Thank you for that. Arrow Fernandez, $5. Got my ancestral DNA results. I am estimated to be 97% European, 2% West African. Well, that makes you black. If you have any black in you whatsoever, you're black. That's the way that works. And 1% Native American, yes, I am more European than Nick Fuentes. I have never done that. I'm assuming I am just a mutt of all kinds of shit. But I uh, got a big dick, so wouldn't be surprised I got a little black in me somewhere. Billy Boy Blue, $2. Ancestry done. Turns out I'm 100% Nick Fury. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Good one, Billy Boy Blue. Honest Red, $10. Hold on. This 10 bucks for me, I will get it back after I collect on that Milkshake Dusty Challenge. Do it, man. If you can find me out in public and you can milkshake me, I will give you $100. And that will be funny as fuck. Challenge accepted. What up, Dusty? What up, Lane Diggy? How you doing? 
Hope you had a good weekend. The Killing Joe gave me a dollar. Thank you, Killing Joe. Ro- Romana? Winburn? $5. 30% of people worship Trump. 30% of people worship Peterson. Let's hope. The same 30% of people. Give the puppies a hug for me. Yeah, I know, right? Hopefully it's not like 60% of the population falling for this bullshit. But something like more than 60% of the population are Christians. So we know that most of them are gullible idiots anyway. Sad. So sad. Thank you for that. Victoria Cunningham, $5. Dusty, you're killing me. I wait for Friday show so I can stay up late. Please keep Friday coming. I'm going to keep Friday coming. This was like a one-off time. I've already, I've already beat... um. Borderlands 3, so I've got that off my schedule. You guys don't understand, man. Like, Borderlands is my favorite gaming series of all time. I've been waiting for so fucking long for this goddamn game to come out. And uh, so I had to play it. Like, I had no choice. And at the same time, I didn't want to do a shitty show, but I didn't have the, I didn't have the, the nuts for you guys. So I canceled, but I'm going to do it. And I have even better fucking news for you guys. Not only am I going to continue to do shows on Monday and Friday, every Wednesday I'm going to put out a religious bullshit of the week video. That's some new thing I'm going to start doing. You guys have requested it. Like, at first, I wanted to spend my time focusing on creating the greatest podcast in the history of mankind. And clearly, I have done that. I have mastered that shit. So now, it is time for me to both do the podcast and start on short videos again. So, look forward to seeing that in the future. This coming up Wednesday, a new Religious Bullshit of the Week video. Hope you guys are going to fucking enjoy it. I'm a mutt, me too. Totally a mutt. I am 1% black. I don't know how much black I am. I need to do that sometime. It, it will be interesting to find out. Um, I'd fuck Sam Harris if I could put a sock in his mouth. Okay, good to know. I wonder if he's a top or a bottom. Dusty going dick out. Hell yeah. You know me. That's the what I do. That's what I do. All right. So I guess we're going to get into the uh, David Silverman stuff. I tried to find this last week. Apparently, this is the official court filing. He is suing, they uh, they blocked out, I think they blocked out Beth Presswood's name here, but I'm pretty sure that's what the blue ink is. They consider her, this is uh, Free Thought Blogs, and they consider her the victim. Um, and I'm not saying she's not, she may very well be a victim. Uh, like I said before, I, I think a lot of people thought I was trying to um, make it seem like Dave was completely innocent of everything last week, and that really wasn't my intention. Like, I was trying to very carefully let you guys know what my opinion was, and uh I, in private, I have been telling everybody that asked me that just my opinion, I have no idea, folks. I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. But I kind of got the feeling that they were both lying, that Beth Presso was lying about what happened and that David Silverman was also lying about what happened. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea. But anyway, here's the uh, the official lawsuit. He's suing American Atheist, Nick Fish, uh, Neil Carey. Is that all that? He's suing Matt Dillahunty, Beth Presswood, um, and basically he is saying that they basically ruined his life by lying about him and stuff. And it's true, folks. Like I still totally believe that Beth Presswood lied about what happened. She did. She lied, in my opinion. But I think the evidence pretty clearly proves that she lied about what happened. Now that does not mean Beth Presswood was not sexually assaulted. It does not mean that at all. Sometimes, as I said repeatedly last week, women who are sexually assaulted are embarrassed by the circumstances surrounding their sexual assault so they lie about the details because they want the person they believe sexually assaulted them punished and that that seems to be the story that she was telling in private but that is not the story she told in public and so i don't think david silverman should have been blamed for lies somebody told but at the same time i think david silverman did plenty to get fired by the uh, american atheist i mean plenty 
He should have been fired by the American atheist. If I was on the board, I would have fucking fired him. I mean, even by his own omission, even by what he did in his own omission, totally should be fired for that, right? So I don't think he's going to win his lawsuit against American atheist. I don't think he's going to win his lawsuit against Matt Dillahunty. Possible he's going to win his lawsuit against Beth Presswood, but we're going to get into that a little bit more in a minute here. Um, so exactly what I feared was going to happen, happened. David Silverman has decided to use this opportunity to become a full-on anti-SJW. Um, he went on Sargon show. I talked feminism with rational Sargon. Time to change my words. And uh, it was the one of the most depressing things I've ever seen, folks. He basically went on this show and he sucked Sargon's dick so fucking hard. He sucked the shit out of Sargon's dick. Let me gotta, I need to switch this over real quick so you guys can hear the audio. Uh, what the fuck is it? Open sound settings. You can do this, Dusty. Great doing this on the fly. All right, voice meter. There we go. He basically started out by telling Sargon that uh, he agreed with him on most things. There was very little they disagreed with him on. And Sargon basically used David Silverman to attack the left exactly the way you would expect Sargon would do. In fact, there were times where Sargon was like, this is proof that those who are fighting for social justice are pure evil. And David Silverman was like, yep, can't disagree with you there. He basically just agreed with everything Sargon said and threw the left under the bus as hard as he fucking possibly could. Go watch this shit, folks. He comes off, like I said, as the as every single other right-wing SJW or anti-SJW on the internet. So it seems clear to me that that's the route David Silverman is going to take with this. He's going to take the grifting route where he plays up the victim like he was totally 100% innocent and all this shit. And it was the evil left and feminist. Look at this. Feminist tyranny. That was the name of this. He allowed himself to be used by this right-wing uh, shithead to be part of his propaganda to shit on all feminism as a whole, which is exactly what happened. Not only that, it used them to shit on all leftists as a whole and all people who were trying to fight for social justice as a whole. Completely fucking shameful, like embarrassing in my opinion. And so uh, there were some of us who were like, uh, Dave, dude, like this ain't it, chief. And we tried to explain to him why he doesn't want to associate with people like Sargon, why he doesn't want to go on their platforms and. Uh, feed into their narrative that attacks the left. And he basically did nothing but defend Sargon and basically uh, rebuff everything we fucking said, right? And then he starts to freak out, right? He start and God, this is not the whiniest fucking shit. Listen to this. By regressive left, you treated me like shit for 30 years of dedication and zero due process. You suck. Not me. I have zero regrets for doing Sargon or any other show. More coming. I have a lot of regrets for being in your whiny, culty imitation of feminism. And of course, it didn't go well for him. They made fun of him. They posted uh, Went comment, comments at him. You know Went is? Went is like a uh, parody account that everybody always posts because it, it makes fun of people like this. So long, suckers. I rip up my motorcycle and create a huge cloud of smoke. When the cloud dissipates, I'm lying completely dead on the pavement. Yeah, that's exactly what he is like. And uh, let's see who else was dunking on him. Everybody was dunking on him here pretty much. Got a little bit of support, but hate to see it, Dave Silverman. He's basically turned his back on the left and all those who might have supported him if he did it the right way. 
and decided to go with the right, who will basically use him, in my opinion. They'll use him for their shows, and like he'll probably go on Dave Rubin and Steven Crowder to talk about the evils of feminism and cancel culture, and they'll use him to spread their narrative that the left is evil and gone nuts, and then when they're done with him, that'll be it for David Silverman. Because, like, these people, he's an atheist, right? Most of them are Christian, like, or at least their audience are heavily conservative and Christian. They're not going to fucking stand for David Silverman past their initial use of him to shit on the left. So, I think he already went on a uh, men's rights channel today. So, he's making the right-wing circuit over and over and over again. And, you know, it's clear to me. He's seen the grift, like I said here. David Silverman saw how lucrative the anti-SJW grift is and and wanted it a taste. Expect to see him with Dave Rubin and Steve Crowder soon used, being used to shit on the left to talk about evils of feminism and cancel culture, and that's exactly what's going to happen. I I, uh, I foresee it. But, so, he also got on there and he was defending Dave Rubin, of course. They're like, why are you retweeting that dunce Dave Rubin? And he's like, this was back in March, of course, but this is how long he's been on this kind of uh, anti-SCW bullshit. Because he's not a dunce. He's smart and an ally and not a Nazi. This this idiocy of throwing away allies must end. Idiocy, idiocy, idiocy. Who the fuck is Dave... uh, What the fuck? Uh, Dave Rubin, an ally to. Other than, like, right. Other than the right. Other than reactionaries. Nobody. He's not a fucking... Ally to the left, for sure. He's not an ally to trans people, gay, not an ally to fucking anybody. What are you talking about, David, David Silverman? It's just fucking crazy. So anyway, folks, I talked about this in my last show that um, when I was doing my investigation into the allegations on David Silverman, I received a message from a whistleblower. And the whistleblower was friends with David Silverman during the time period that these uh, alleged sexual assault claims happened. And I verified that. He gave me many, many different uh, types of proof that he actually was friends with David Silverman. And the stuff he told me was incredibly explosive, right? And last week, I was hesitant to share it with you guys because there was still a small part of me that wondered if he was just using me to get back at David Silverman for something. Um, I talked to the guy after the show, and he actually assuaged some of my fears. I, 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 we, we discussed whether he hated Dave and he was getting back at him or whatnot. And um, I believed him, already believed him, but he basically assuaged my few fears I had. And so I was already leaning heavily towards sharing these text messages, even though they're highly explosive. Because to me, when David Silver is going out there, and, and especially in the Sargon interview, where he's pretending like he was totally innocent, he did absolutely nothing wrong, and it was the left that just threw him under the bus. The evil left. The left is so evil now. It has been taken over by evil people, and he was just this innocent angel that just got, you know, destroyed by it. And, like, I, while I do think there were some unfair things that happened to him, I do think he was lied about, and he should not have been demonized for lies about him. Whether he is totally innocent here is still greatly up for debate. And so I felt bad sitting on what this whistleblower told me because it gives a totally other side to this issue that hasn't been represented. And so after I saw Dave on Sargon's show and the other shows where he basically decided to throw the entire left under the bus and play Mr. Innocent, I decided that the moral landscape have shifted and now I am morally obligated to share what this person told me. Um, now, this person 
what's clear with me, they don't want to be outed. Unfortunately, they already have been outed. Um, it's kind of weird. Actually, uh, as soon as I was talking, I made a post publicly that somebody had been talking to me about some insider stuff about David Silverman. I didn't say who it was. I didn't say what they told me. But immediately, David Silverman's people started messaging me, and they knew who it was. Almost like they knew who else knew where the bodies were buried, or they knew who they had told stuff to. And so they knew exactly who I was talking about. So it seemed sort of guilty to me, but I, I still kind of, you know, waved it off a little bit. So uh, they, they immediately tried to uh, discredit this person to me. So I'm going to share what this person said, and I'm going to share it with the caveat that I do not know if this is true or not, but this is an insider. This is somebody who was there, apparently. This is somebody who was friends with David Silverman. They are a whistleblower, and this is what they told me, and I feel obligated now to share with what, with you guys what they told me, and this is what they told me. And this is real explosive. I, I fucking understand, guys, but... I'm just going to tell the truth. They messaged me and said, dude, she did the same thing to me. Only I did sleep with her. And I said, tell me your story in detail immediately. And they said, okay, it was a conference in PA. I was one of the speakers, met her. She was down to hook up. We did a lot. Then she told me the Silverman story. Dave was a friend of mine at the time. I warned him that he had an enemy. He asked me to help him cover it up. That's the summary. You want to know more? And I said, well, yeah, of course. LOL, what did he ask you to cover up to start with? And he said, Silverman wasn't innocent. He was a friend and a mentor to me. He wanted me to talk her into shutting up about it. I wasn't cool with that. I said, what did he do, in your opinion, that you felt that was wrong? He said, they had a sexual encounter. He took it too far, safe words were used, and ignored. I didn't believe it at first because that girl was down for anything, but he admitted it to me. It was really weird. After Hours after I fucked his wife, he's talking about Matt. He came to me asking for my help to bury Dave. But yeah, Dave fucked a lot of girls in the community, some without consent. And I said, uh, ooh, when you say without consent, you mean he raped them? And he said, I mean, things went further and weirder than some were comfortable with. And I said, that makes sense. And may I ask, how do you know this? Did David tell you this or did the women tell you this? And he said, David told me this. After Beth had, a few others told me the same. When Beth told me her story, I asked around, heard the same story from others. And I asked, uh, and can you tell me exactly what Beth told you? And he said, exactly no. It was years ago. And I said, LOL, understood. Can you tell me the gist of it? And he said, but what I, what, what I can't remember, they engaged, she got uncomfortable and asked to stop. He refused. And he verified this to you? Yup. Dude fucking gloated about it. Do you remember what he said, basically? Yeah. I said, she was kinky. He then said she was totally vanilla and had to push her. And I asked, did he specifically say she said her safe word? And he continued, if you can remember. I think so, yeah. So that was, uh, he, there were other things that were said to me by this guy, but that was, you know, obviously the really explosive shit that he said to me. Now, I, I, did, I don't get the sense that this guy's lying, but at the same time, I, I don't know. He could be. It's possible. But let's speculate, folks. Here's what I think is going to happen if this thing actually goes to trial. First of all, I think Dave is going to lose against uh, Matt Delahunty and the American Atheist Association. He's going to lose against all of that. He might win against Beth, but when Beth gets on the stand, if this actually goes to trial, if Beth gets on the stand, what I bet she is going to say is something along the lines of, yes, I went back to have a consensual sexual encounter with him in his hotel room. 
but he went too far and he ignored my safe words. And I felt that he assaulted me and I left and I told my husband about it. And I was too embarrassed to explain exactly the truth about what happened. I was too embarrassed to, to admit that I was cheating on my husband against his will. I was too embarrassed to admit that I was openly engaging in BDSM sex. And, but I wanted him to, to be punished. And so I lied about the details of what happened, but he still assaulted me. That's what I bet she's going to say. Now, whether that's true, don't know. Have no idea, but that is what I'm guessing she's going to say. Whether the jury believes her or not is another story. Um, and whether that's what happened, I don't know. But that seems to be what she was telling people in private. Or that seems to go along with what she was telling people in private. So anyway, um, this guy who told me this, and I'm sorry this guy got outed. He trusted me. and I, I But they already knew. They already knew before. I, I, I still haven't said this person's name. Before I even said what you said, they already knew who I was talking about. So I, I feel bad. But um, so he told me that if they messaged him, he was just going to deny it. He was going to deny that he said anything. He was going to play it off because that's the way most people are, folks. Most people are not confrontational. You know, they don't want somebody to think that they talk bad about them behind their back, especially somebody who was a friend of theirs. And uh, so they just play it off. And so David Silverman's people sent me uh, some text messages between David Silverman and this person that supposedly exonerates David Silverman um, with what this guy said. And so I'm going to show you what the uh, the text message they sent me were. Dude, people I don't know are asking me about you. Something about an interview? Not sure what the fuck is going on, but I am knee deep in my own struggles right now. Yes, I know you aren't guilty in the way they portrayed you, which David's is saying that this ex exonerates what, he, what the guy said before, but it really doesn't. Basically, he's saying that you're not guilty in the way Beth betrayed you, but that's basically what he said to me too, that Beth was not telling the truth publicly, but she was telling a different story privately that Dave was guilty of. So it, it doesn't really go against what he told me here. But anyway, you are, you are, you are guilty. Or, yes, I know you are guilty in the way they portrayed you. You are guilty as fuck for using your position to act like a rock star, but you didn't rape anyone. The story Beth told me is far different from that BuzzFeed article. Still, I want nothing to do with any of this. Please tell your cronies to leave me out of this. I am still rebuilding my own life, which I would hope you would be sympathetic to. And he had a couple of messages that were basically exactly the same thing as this. They said the same thing. Like, uh, I know you didn't rape anybody. She, what she said publicly wasn't true. But that doesn't really, like I said, go against what he told me because he told me that uh, she told him a story that was different than the public story. So I just wanted to get that all about chess, folks. I did not want to sit on this information. Wow, Dave goes out there and pretends like the left threw him under the bus and he was completely fucking innocent about everything. I don't know, but people who are inside, people who were there, told me that he told them and she told them a different story. And I felt morally obligated to share that with you. And I have done so. I hope I have done the right thing here. I don't know. This is something I've really wrestled with. This is something I asked for tons of advice for people in private. And um, like, I'm just doing the best I can here. I'm trying to work this out on the fly and, and, and you know be as moral and as good a person as I can with all this. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say about that, I guess. Um, I I'm sad to see the direction David Silverman's going. I, I, I don't plan on having anything to do with him. I think he's going to become an anti-SJW grifter and do all these shows and throw the left and, and social justice under the bus. And uh, yeah, you hate to see it. Um, all right, let's see what I have to say here in the chats. Oh my God, stop fucking people you can't trust. Yeah, I know, like, when I was talking about this last week, a lot of people left comments 
on the video talking about how immature the atheist community is and how even according to Dave's own story, it's embarrassing. And it is. The way he behaved, like if, if he ever, I, he was, I guess, because like I said last week, a good speaker of atheism at one point. But he has done so much to sully that name now that I don't foresee him ever becoming a good speaker of atheism again. Not only because now he's going on shows like Sargon and shit and, and, and throwing the left and, and social justice under the bus, but also because the way he acted to begin with, even by his own account, was totally fucking embarrassing. Um, having sex with one of your friend's wives and openly flirting, kissing, making out, doing shit like this at a, an atheist convention that you're the president of. Um, sleeping with a girl who you know wants a job at your at, at your atheist organization where you're the president of it. All of those things are fireable offenses anyway, and, and make you know make him look really bad and immature. And uh, as somebody else in the comments said, "You telling me Dave Silverman raw dogged in the butt a girl he just met? That man is crazy." And yeah, that's some crazy ass shit. Um, Cult of Dusty once a proud boastful athlete, now simply a gossip channel. All right, well. I got to tell what I've heard. Like, if somebody whistleblows, don't you have to report that? Or you want to sit on that? I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people don't want me to say that shit. But uh, what can you do if obligated? David Silver refused to take out the trash on Tuesday night when he had the unrelenting case of the ejaculations. Don't know what any of that means. Um, Safe word is Dave Rubin. He made atheists seem super douchey and creepy. Yep, I agree. Uh, Booker is so close to dropping out. Yep, we're not talking about that right now. Dude, Jordan Peterson's wife had cancer and it had gotten worse in the past couple of weeks and that's why he was getting more depressed. I already covered that. Um, consent to sell a sexy, yeah. Uh, Alright, let's see what the super chats have to say. Super chats, light blood the show, super chats. Um... What up, Lane Diggy? The Killing Joke of a Dollar. I think I already read this. I already read all these. Dusty, you're killing me. Uh, no, no new super chats. All right. So I guess we'll continue with the show. Everybody's saying they're tired of me begging for super chats. I won't beg for super chats anymore. You guys know how that works. And if you want to support it, you can. If not, you ain't got to. Put on my headphones for this next one here. Um. So I just want to thank. All of the brave ass people who went out to Area 51 and exposed once and for all that aliens actually exist on this planet. You guys are the real heroes. Oh, what's that? Um, they didn't actually do that. They just stood at the gates and they screamed that they wanted to have sex with aliens and slap their ass cheeks when they were having sex with them. <sighs> yep, that sounds about right. For those of you who know, clap them cheeks is basically a meme where you slap a girl's ass as you're having sex with her. When in my day, clapping cheeks used to mean that she, you know, shakes her ass up and down. And when she shakes her ass, she got a big butt. The cheeks clap together. But apparently that's not what that means anymore. Apparently the kids have changed it. And that means you're having sex with aliens and you're slapping their asses. So, yeah, this is the dumbest timeline by far. This is an absolutely ridiculous fucking timeline in my opinion. But, uh, apparently one dude did try to run into the, uh... Area 51, Naruto style, and here is some uh, footage, actual footage of the guy running in. The government just released this footage of the guy running in, and uh, let's see what happens to the guy. There he goes, running like Naruto, and uh, yeah, dad, yeah, that's what happened to you. 
So uh, I guess that's the only reason. No, only one person tried that because, uh, yep. Turn you into pace, dude. I don't blame them for not running into Area 51. Not like I ever really expected them to do that. I didn't expect it to be as embarrassing as and as cringe as it was, but I'm definitely not surprised at how it all turned out. And uh, here's one from Godless Cranium. Oh, my God. You guys remember a time where the anti-SJWs went out and they started any minutia they could to make fun of the left? Any fucking thing. And they just, every fucking video was about SJW this and SJW that. And they created a hysteria against SJWs. Well, imagine if they did the same thing with conservatives. And there's so much fucking cringe material where they could do exactly the same thing with conservatives, but they don't fucking do it because it doesn't fit into their narrative. And this is an example of, oh God, watch this fucking cringe. Okay, anybody else think that Thanos might have had the right idea? Maybe the only thing Thanos got wrong is only wanting to wipe out half of the population. Just saying, folks. Good fucking lore, dudes. Cringe as fuck. And uh, here's one from Alex Fifth. Oh, God, you guys hear about this? All right, the Shane Gillis guy got, uh, I guess, fired from Saturday Night Live. He got hired. He didn't even make it to his first day on the job because uh, some racist bullshit he said on podcast came out. And uh, so he returned to stand-up, and of course he went right back to being a racist shithead because racism is hilarious. And he's like, I'm fine with the consequences, but I do want everyone to know that I've been reading every one of my death threats in an Asian accent. Hilarious! You're so funny, Shane Gillis. I've never heard about it before. And uh, Alexis Phil says, Shane Gillis, ah, I have been fired for being an unfunny hack who le- leans on racism in place of being funny. Clearly, this shows I should be even less funny and more racist than right-wing shows. are like, we love you. Take our money because we think it'll make libtards cry. Jackpot. That's exactly what will happen. This guy got canceled, but he will definitely become even more popular out- off of this. He will be supported heavily by conservatives because that's how this works. Cancel culture doesn't actually exist. It's something that they get rewarded for over and over again. But it turns out that apparently Lord Michaels just hired this guy because he was attempting to appeal to conservative viewers. That's right. This dude was a diversity hire. That's fucking ironic as shit. I just want to say, dudes, like if Lord Michaels is looking for a white guy to appeal to conservatives, what he should really do is pick a guy with a cool Southern accent because they love that shit. And uh, like, I'm available. That's all I'm saying. And the best thing about hiring me is that I have said absolutely nothing in the past that will ever come back to haunt me and get you guys in trouble. So, it's a win-win for everybody. Think about it, Lauren Michaels. Holler at me. I'm available. And next up, Rob Schneider. Oh, God, Rob Schneider. Let's see if I'm going to talk about 
So Rob Schneider's going public, bitching about, oh my god, cancer culture, blah, 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 and Seth Rogen shitting on him. Yet another sad reminder that Rob Schneider has me blocked on Twitter. Pretty fucking hilarious. Coward Rob Schneider. Can't even handle Seth Rogen. Yep, tweet out available, tweet out available. Can't even see what you're saying. I want to work that out, Rob Schneider. And this is kind of, no wonder Rob Schneider is so defensive about this bullshit. Rob Schneider has made a career of playing racist stereotypes, cringy-ass racist stereotypes. So, yep. Maybe you should be a little bit afraid there. can definitely understand why your butt cheeks are clenching up there, Rob Schneider. And uh, here's one from Rational Disconnect. Goddamn Paul Joseph Watson. God, these people are such living parodies of themselves. It's hard to believe these people are real. Paul Joseph Watson's like, being offended isn't an emotion. It doesn't even exist. You can be angry that someone was personally rude to you, but being offended about some generic happenstance that doesn't impact your life in any way is a made-up hoax to get attention, victim bucks, and cultural power, says the guy who also was freaking out about emojis. 20 emojis of people with two genders and five different skin colors riding two different types of wheelchairs, mechanical and automatic. Have we reached peak identity politics? Yep, we sure have, you fucking whiner. You called yourself out, dude. All this is is victim bucks to make money and get attention. It's a hoax, dude. How do you not fucking see how hypocritical you are and how do your fans not see it? It's because they don't really give a shit, right? None of that shit really matters. As long as you trigger the left, and apparently Adam Carolla is out there. Comedian Adam Carolla unloaded on cancel culture. Yeah, comedian. You should put that in quotes. The most unfunny people ever. And social justice warriors during a comedy central show. Remarking comedians need a place where they can be offensive without your bullshit fake outrage. Hmm. Comedians need a place where they can be offensive without your bullshit fake outrage. That sounds a little bit like a safe space, doesn't it? A place where you can make the offensive jokes you want without having criticism and people explaining to you why it's hacky and bad. You're talking about a safe space, dude. That's a fucking safe space. And uh, that's exactly what this person said, right? The absolute state of right-wing grifters these days. Shambolic stuff. Like I said, complete fucking parodies of themselves. But it doesn't matter, folks. Their audience simply do not give a shit about any of this. And uh, here's one. Oh, God. So last show, you might remember that I talked about fucking boring-ass Noel Plum. One of the most boring motherfuckers who ever walked the face of the earth. God damn it, this dude is fucking chud shit. So uh, I guess he got a little bit mad at me at the last show because I dared say that he uses a phrase biological women and he's like dusty i watched your hangout just now and at one hour 37 minutes and seven seconds you accused me of using a phrase biological women that i studiously refrain from using as it implies trans women are not real women i will assume this is a mistake and not deliberate on your part and then he demanded i make an immediate retraction because he would never in a million years say biological women except for those times that he said it yep that may be true and all the trans women on low t either via whatever the fuck that words or that words but i don't know how many times to say the same thing then keep your t levels high and don't expect to compete in a protective category intended for biological women High rationality rule. I watched your recent video on trans sports. I think the issue for many trans women is being forced to compete as men. I can understand that. I also think it is unnecessary. It is clear sport was segregated to protect biological women and not gender. So, goddammit, how come I know more about what this fucking chud says than he does? 
That's how little this guy researches. Where I research what he says better than fucking he researches what he says. And he got all butthurt that I pointed this out. And he's like, oh, I dare you not psychically know that I accidentally said that and I don't like those terms. So, okay, fine. He says that he doesn't like the term biological women. Instead, he uses the term biological females. And he really wants me to let you guys know that. Not that any of that really makes any fucking difference to the point I was making. The point I was making that his entire platform is how trans women should not be able to compete with cis women. They should be barred from competing with cis women. And he wants to make an open category where trans women can compete with men and other women in an open category for everybody if they want to. But they are banned and barred for competing against cis women. Which is, no matter how you put it, a de facto ban against trans women competing in normal women's sports, right? It absolutely fucking is, regardless of how you paint it. He's like, no, it's not a ban, man. Because if they want to, if trans women want to, they can compete with men. So they're not banned from sports, man, at all. But that's such a bullshit reasoning. Nobody is buying this. I mean, maybe your chud audience is. But this is basically like saying... We want to pass a law that poor people are not allowed to buy houses under $5 million. And you're like, well, that's banning poor people from buying houses. And you're like, no, it's not. They can still buy houses if they want to. It's not banning them from buying houses. But yes, it is. Trans women can't compete with men, right? Because they're taking, for the most part, uh, hormones. And hormones lower their muscle volume and lower their red blood count and make it impossible for them to compete against man in any meaningful way. So by putting a ban on them from competing against cis women, you de facto ban trans women from competing in sports. 100% truth. No one is buying this fucking bullshit narrative you're, you're putting out. Um, but this is why I was shitting on Rationality Rolls, because this is the guy that Rationality Rolls says everybody should listen to. The guy that thinks trans women should be de facto banned from women's sports, right? So, fuck this guy! Fuck you if you're supporting this guy. Fuck everything about this. And when Rationality Rolls wants to come out and apologize for supporting this guy, he wants to come out and say, nope, I think Noel Plum is a chud. I'm sorry for recommending him. I don't think what he's saying is true. I disagree with him. Um, fuck that dude. And then, then I'll think about, you know, giving Rationality Rolls a break. But until then, you know, hell to the hell. In my opinion, still spreading transphobic bullshit. And here's one from the janitor. Well, actually, this is what uh, this is from Steve Shies, but <laughs> making fun of Noel uh, Noel Plum. This is actually from one of his videos, and he's like, uh, "I just can't get to sleep tonight." And his dog says, "Have you tried watching a Noel Plum video? I want to fall asleep, not slip into a coma." And that's exactly right. God damn, that dude is boring as fuck. One of the most boring human beings to ever live. Anyway. Let's take a break and read the chats. What you guys got to say about that in the chats? So they're banned then. Yes, they're banned. They can say they're not banned all they want to, but they are de facto banned. And anybody that says otherwise is just lying. Nobody is fucking believing this bullshit. Um, Dusty, what about trans versus trans sports? That is fair. There's not enough trans women to compete with other trans women in sports. So that won't work. Trans women are already incredibly uh, underrepresented in sports. Incredibly underrepresented. For a variety of reasons. So there is not enough people to compete in that. And that would never happen. So that's just a bullshit argument. Nobody believes that. Um, it's not transphobic to recognize facts. I would agree with you. It depends on what the facts you're talking about though. Um, Dusty, please show nips. God damn it. This is some bullshit. Don't you guys have anything interesting and intellectual to say? You guys are always like, Dusty, you need to read the chat more. 
pay more attention to the chat. And I come in here and try to read the fucking chat, and it's just goddamn the dumbest bullshit. Seriously, dude. Step up your game, trolls. Um, I'm a cis woman, and I disagree. LOL. Okay, I don't know what you're disagreeing about. Oh, my God. We need 300 likes, people. Sure. Everybody should like the video immediately. Doesn't hurt you to fucking like the video. Do it. Fucking do it. Dusty does, does speak for other people and twist their words a lot. Do I? Who the fuck am I speaking for and twisting their words? Examples, please. Um, all right. Let's see if I have any more super chats. Super chats. Nope. No more super chats. All right. We'll continue on with the show. That's one reason I'm going to start doing the um, short videos again because the uh, support for, for this podcast has kind of dropped off from the super chats and whatnot. And if I want to keep doing this, I'm going to have to find an alternative way to make money. Um, so. Gotta bring back the religious bullshit videos. Not gonna bitch about it. Not gonna complain. Adapt. It is not the strongest of the species that survives. It is the one most capable of adaptation. And so that's what the fuck I'm gonna do. I'm gonna adapt the fuck out of this. Never gonna get rid of me. And uh, Cody Johnston, who I definitely do not have a bisexual crush on. Disappointed in Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, how egocentric of us to think that space aliens who have mastered interstellar travel across the galaxy would give a shit about humans on Earth. Bad take, Neil, in my opinion, as Cody Johnson points out. Part of your whole thing with space travel is the drive to explore the galaxy and to find and connect with other life in the universe. If we master interstellar travel, are you suddenly going to stop giving a shit about life on other planets? Weird bummer of a tweet, Neil, and I totally agree, man. If you're mastering interstellar travel, wouldn't you be interested in how other life has evolved in the universe? You know, what their ideologies are, how they form their societies, what they're like? Of course you would. Just because you have interstellar travel doesn't mean you suddenly lose your curiosity about the universe. And So, I don't know. It seems like Neil just being a dick for no fucking reason. Get your shit together, Neil. And, uh... Holy shit. Did you guys see this one? Enter... enter. God damn it. Intellectual Dark Web. It just hurts me to even say that. It's so cringe. The entire title is so fucking cringe. Intellectual Dark Web member Eric Weinstein making a total fucking ass of himself. So apparently there's a guy named Billy Bragg who I never even fucking heard of. Apparently he's a musician um, and a civil rights activist or whatnot. So he came to Eric Weinstein on Twitter and he basically just criticized Eric Weinstein. You know, like we all do because Eric Weinstein is a fucking dumbass. Um, and, and so basically he's like, invite me to one of your concerts and put me up on stage so we can discuss this stuff on stage in the middle of your goddamn concert. It's like, holy shit. What the fuck? What level of goddamn privilege do you have going to a concert and shouting debate me coward between songs? Imagine that. And he's like, this is Eric Weinstein. So I was open to exposing protest singer and culture icon Billy Bragg and his claim against me to my audience. I was willing in exchange to go onto his stage where he has home court advantage to hit to show his audience that he was straw manning me. It was not to be. Door still open. Can you fucking imagine that? Imagine being like, oh my God, you criticize me on Twitter. Invite me to your music concert on stage so we can debate in the middle of your fucking music concert. Good Lord, dude. How fucking idiotically privileged are you? And of course, he got shit on repeatedly by all kinds of people, including my buddy Tim Blake. This is incredible. Rolled on the floor, laugh my ass off. Eric Weinstein expects this dude to stop his concert and subject his audience to a boring debate they probably have no interest in. The levels of entitlement and self-absorption are breathtaking. And that's so goddamn true. How fucking cringe. Um, 
And uh, Sam Cedar, of course, never misses the opportunity to shit on the intellectual dark web people because they're such fucking cowards. He invites every one of them on to debate him, and they fucking dodge him left and right because he know they know that he's going to destroy their ass. And he's like, Eric, I would add my curiosity as to how to square your desire to expose Billy's claim to his audience. Yet you seem reluctant to engage with me regarding your claims as to my interactions with the Rubin Report. You are welcome on my show anytime and happy to hear Happy up here on yours, but nope, never going to happen, dude. Fucking never going to happen because uh, they're too scared. They claim that they're all about debate and the open marketplace of ideas, but when it comes down to it, they really fucking aren't. And uh, here's the funny thing. When uh, Eric Weinstein got caught, caught out for it, he basically changed what he was saying and pretended like he was saying something different. He pretended like, I didn't never want to go on stage and debate him. I wanted to go on stage and play music with him. Like that, Like, that's even better. That's not fucking better, dude. But he's like, uh, yes. And so anyway, there's a but Peter Judge. I'm like, this. sorry, am I to understand that you wanted to be invited up to Billy Bragg's stage to play music with him? No, that's not what he said at all. It's the opposite of what he said. But now that's what he's changing it to. Yes, music is like breaking bread. You don't sit down to play with someone you don't respect. Uh, that's probably why he's not having you on there, dude, because he doesn't respect you. Uh, and of course, more reasons than that. But like, why would a famous musician invite your dumb ass on stage to play music with him? What in the fuck is wrong with these people? They're so embarrassing. And of course, this person says, I honestly can't believe you actually think that it's not out of line to invite yourself on stage to perform in front of somebody else's paying audience. And, you know, they don't think it's out of line. That's how fucking privileged their mindset are. They, they think the entire world is their oyster to do as they please. But it fucking ain't, dude. And God damn it. All these fucking right wing truds always freaking out about everything. Pretending that it's other people who are the fucking snowflakes. This is Loring Chin, Roman millennial. And they're freaking out because this uh, dude who's goddamn killing it is dancing. Look at him go. You go, boy. I mean, damn. Like, give it to that guy. That guy has a nice ass. Like, seriously. And I'm no expert on this stuff, but I think this is what you refer to as a power bottom. And that dude is fucking killing it. Like, if I had an ass like that, I'd be shaking my ass everywhere. I'd be on fucking Walmart, shaking my ass to the Walmart greeters. You know, I'd be all up and down the frozen food section, shaking my ass at the ice cream. My ass would be shook everywhere if I had a nice booty like that. Probably a good thing I don't. But, of course, Lauren Chen's got a fucking bitch about it because she's a snowflake. Pride parades are no longer about LGBT rights. They're now about exhibitionism. And, strangely enough, environmentalists protects a protest are apparently following suit. And, apparently, this person... As part of a special dance troupe that's meant to draw attention to the uh, 50 gay people that were killed by the Muslim terrorist that shut up the gay nightclub. So he's actually doing a really good thing. But they always got to be offended by fucking everything. And then they got, it's like that Spider-Man cartoon where both the Spider-Mans are pointing at each other. They always accuse everybody else of being snowflakes when they're themselves are the snowflakes. And here's another example of that from Lauren Chen. Um, is that the same person? Yes, it's Lauren Chen. Make sure I didn't. Um, I'm convinced that right-wing pundits need to complain about mundane shit or they'll wither away and die. That's exactly what it is. Now, they're, now she's complaining about this. Fat love, plus-size activists explain fat fornication. All it is is a bunch of people who are overweight explaining, you know, how you deal with the, your body when you're overweight and, and to enjoy sex more. Nothing wrong with that whatsoever. No one is saying being overweight is healthy, folks, but you should still feel good about yourself. Like, you only get one life on this earth. Why not feel sexy and good about yourself and love yourself, regardless of what size you are? So that's what they're trying to teach people. Not that it's healthy, but to, to love yourself for what you are and how to get to know your body and enjoy regular sex, regardless of what size you are. That's com completely 
normal and good, right? But nope, got to fucking find something to complain about to your audience. Got to bitch about something. Body positive activists are at it again. This time they have a long list of do's and don'ts for people who want to date or him sleep with overweight women. Fat love, body positive activists explain fat fornication. Who gives a fuck? Why you always got to find shit to complain about, you goddamn whiner? Fuck these conservative chuds. It just gets old, dudes. Oh, my God. Yeah, let's read the chat again. What you guys got to say about that? Got another 45 minutes on the show. Making good time. Should be able to cover all the material I have. Tom Cruise 2020 is amazing. Eh, I think Tom Cruise is all right. I think if you got away from the Scientology thing, it'd be all right. Um, yeah, Majority Report is a good... It's not Majority Report. It's Minority Report. I guess that's a joke, though. I get it. Funny. Um... Yeah, get the stick out of your ass, I know. His ass looks like a girl's ass. That's what makes it look good to me. You got a good-looking ass. I ain't hating on it. Um, Such a perfect ass. Like, damn, I would have fucking so badly. Like, I ain't never had a sexual encounter with another man. But, like, occasionally, I watch gay porn, and I can get off on gay porn. So I guess that makes me a little bit gay, right? I mean, I usually don't watch gay porn. Mostly, it's normal, straight porn. But uh, every once in a while, that gets boring, and you just want to watch a dude plow another dude in the ass. So... I don't know. Maybe I'm a little bit gay. Cool with it. Um, What else we got here? I can't believe I'm still sub to this channel, but holy fuck, you got old looking. I know, man. I stopped letting my hair, stopped dyeing my hair. I'm all white. I'm fucking distinguished as fuck. But it turns out the ladies actually love it a lot more when you don't fucking dye your hair, when you have like distinguished gray hair, white hair. So, hate all you want. I ain't worried about it too much. Um, Sounds kind of gay. A little bit gay. Just just a tad gay. Like, no, I'm not 97% gay. I'm only maybe like 20% gay. I mean, I've never had a gay experience like in real life. Uh, I almost, I say I almost did one time. Not really. But I was hanging out with a dude one time and I did feel a little bit of something. But nothing happened. So, I don't know. Gay as shit. Um, normal porn. You know what I mean. Straight porn. Normal porn for a straight guy. You know what I'm saying. Um, yep, can't be a podcast unless we talk about porn. I love your stuff, Dusty. I love you, Matthias the Red Panda. Uh, did you miss some super chats? I don't know. Did I miss some super chats? I don't think I did. Um, nope. Not unless they're, are they not showing up? Let me refresh. Maybe they aren't just showing up. I, the, the chat was having a problem. Oh, I guess I did miss some. Did not realize the chat was having a problem. Yeah, for some reason, uh, I think YouTube is having a problem with their chat tonight. So, I'm, yeah, let me go back to it and make sure I don't miss anything. Um, Fearless Astrid Hofferson, $5. Speaking of mule nuts, I'm waiting on his Truth of It Chapter 2 and how it's anti-male and white. I never saw the first one, but that sounds amazing. I'll have to check that out. Thank you for that. Beast Nation, $2. I guess Silverman is officially turning hill. Yep. Hopefully he'll work it out. Doesn't seem like he's going to. Um, don't know. He didn't. He did not come off well in the Sargon interview, in my opinion. But I didn't want to play any clips from it because I know they're just going to accuse me of taking them out of context. You guys watch the entire thing and you make up your own mind about it. Um, all I can do is be honest about how I feel about it. So thank you for that. Atheist artist, give me twenty dollars. Thank you, atheist artist. Very generous. I appreciate the fact that you change your opinions based on new evidence. The world needs more of that. If you ever make a trip to Ontario, Canada, make sure to give lots of notice so we can book time off. I definitely would do that. I don't know if I'm going to be traveling anytime soon, but because uh, I'm kind of a homebody and a recluse. But I really appreciate that. You know, like I'm an idiot. I'm a moron. Nobody should listen to anything I fucking say. 
that's my opinion, so I'm definitely willing to change my opinion uh, if better information comes along. In fact, I don't have any choice in that. That's how a logical mind works. So thank you for that. Twilight Monk, $5. Happy Bye Visibility Day! Fuck yeah! Bye Visibility Day! You must open mouth kiss your homies for 10 seconds straight with full eye contact before bedtime. Sorry I don't write the rules. I don't really have any too many homies around here, man. My friends don't really live around here, but uh, next time I'm visiting my buddy Steven, I'm definitely going to tongue kiss him. I'm sure that'll go over very well. Thank you for that. Uh, sign on $2. Imagine Trey Crowder on SNL. That'd be pretty cool. I'd like to see Trey Crowder on SNL. I used to not like Trey Crowder very much because I think Trey Crowder stole my fucking gimmick. And then, you know what he had the fucking nerve to do? He had the nerve to do it way better than I fucking did it and be way more popular than I was. So fuck that guy. Here, give me $10. Thank you, Volatile. Uh, Jenny Root, $1. Thank you, Jenny Root. We are doomed. Hopefully not. Give me $5. Hey, did you check out the video of Greta? I forgot her last speaking at UN Summit about climate change. I saw part of it. And I saw everybody fucking uh, triggered by it. All the conservatives are so triggered by this girl. And it's amazing. Um, usually I'm not for that, for triggering the cons. But I like the way that she does it. So, um, smart girl. I'm happy to see the youth actually standing up and trying to do something. Like I said before, it's almost fucking October. And I've looked at the uh, the weather forecast. And we're still going to have 100 degree heat indexes in October. And that's fucking insane, folks. Like I knew global warming was a problem, but I had no idea that it was going to be that much of a problem in my lifetime and this quickly. And it's scary as shit. So uh, I hope we can do something about it, but I'm not that optimistic, to be honest with you. Thank you for that. Hollowed Horn, $2. Thank you, Hollowed Horn. Thank you, Dusty, for all the videos, sections, and your lovely accent to keep me alive and well. Or alive all week. Keep it up. Be wholesome and buy some cat food from this. 12 bucks for your durable beast. I will do. I really appreciate it, Historica. Um, hopefully, I can, later on, the end of the show. I can bring in a new cat. Maybe we'll bring in a comet. Comet is so fucking beautiful. If he'll, if he'll, uh, if he'll let me pick him up, not sure if they'll be into it. Or maybe Katana. Katana's our oldest cat. Uh, she's so fat that she just loves her daddy. So I'm like, we'll see about showing you those. Make sure I don't have any more before we go along. No, nope, that's it for now. Really appreciate that. You guys' support means a lot to me. You rock. All right, on with the show. Here's one from Eyes on the Road. Oh, I already played that one. That was Lauren Chen bitching like Lauren Chen is wont to do. And oh my God, this one's hilarious. Look at this guy's. Oh no, this is not what I was thinking of. This is another one, though. I guess you guys might have heard about this one. Where Justin Trudeau, who is the Prime Minister of Canada, decided it would be cool to do blackface. And here's younger years. And here's him doing blackface. And here's him doing blackface again. And here's him doing blackface again. And there's lots and lots of this. Him doing blackface all over the motherfucking place. And this dude was like, I just really like costumes. That's not a good excuse, dude. This wasn't that long ago. You knew better. I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. Trying to be an edgy asshole. But um, I just want to know, folks, uh, who wore it better? Uh Uh-oh. Cats are coming in. Are they demanding the cats? Who wore it better? Me or Justin Trudeau? Here's Justin Trudeau. Dressed up like a fucking, uh... I'm not fucking, I don't mean to say that. Like like an Arab. Here we go. This is Mr. Comet. Look how pretty Mr. Comet is. This is a beautiful cat right here. Yeah, it's one hell of a pretty kitty. I don't know how much he's going to let me pet him and hold him here, but hey, let me just love on you a little bit, buddy. My God, are you beautiful. You are so pretty. Ah, Okay, that was enough of that. Got me in the throat a little bit. All right. I respect your decision, Mr. Comet. You have free will, and I will just bleed from the throat for a little while. All right. So anyway, um, Justin Trudeau, dressing like a sultan from the Middle East and whatnot. And so who are it better, me or him? Here's me when I was a kid. Hell yeah. When I was a kid, we weren't allowed to celebrate Halloween because I was a member of a Christian household. And 
instead of going to Halloween, we went to a thing called Harvest Festival, and they dressed us up like Middle Eastern shepherds. And uh, you'll notice there's a lot of things really creepy about this. Like this dog is totally fucking terrifying. This is the stuff of nightmare fuel. But you'll notice that my mom only drew on a beard on my face instead of making my whole face blackface. Because even in the deep, deep south in the 80s, we knew that blackface wasn't cool. So uh, Trudeau definitely fucking knew that it wasn't cool. Ow, my throat hurts. Anyway, look how fucking cute I am. God damn it. That is some good genetics right there, boy. I'll tell you fucking what, Dusty. Anyway, um, I saw Trudeau's um, apology, and I actually thought his apology was pretty good, but here's the thing about that. It's really easy for somebody like me, who is a straightish white man, to forgive people for doing things that has no effect on your life whatsoever, and him dressing up in blackface has no effect on me. I'm not the one who's being dehumanized by this. I'm not the one who's it's been historically used to mock and downgrade, right? So... While it's okay for me to have an opinion, also I have to understand that my privilege means my opinion is not that important when it comes to this. What I think about this is not that important. What's important is those who are actually affected by this and what they think. And it's up to me to listen to them and what they think. And a lot of people, a lot of minorities who saw this had a problem with it. You know, they don't accept his apology and uh, some of them think he should resign or whatever. And I respect your opinion. Like... It affects you guys and not me, so I'm listening. That's the best I can do. And, uh, did you guys see this one? This one fucking pisses me off. God damn it, Dinesh D'Souza, who is a convicted felon. This guy was in prison, and Trump pardoned this guy. And he's making fun of this Greta girl who we were just talking about. Children, notably Nordic white girls with braids and red cheeks, were often used in Nazi propaganda. And oh, Goebbels technique. Looks like today's progressive left is still learning its game from an earlier left in the 1930s. God damn it, dude. Seriously, what a fucking piece of shit. Aren't they the ones who always say the left calls everyone to the right of Karl Marx a Nazi? You guys call everybody a Nazi, but this is the lamest fucking attempt to call somebody a Nazi I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. Holy goddamn shit. And uh, yeah, dude, there's plenty of fucking examples about this. How about your girl? How about your gun girl here? Oh, Mr. Comet. He's like, get me the fuck out of here immediately. I don't want to be in this room anymore. Anyway, is this Nazi, Dinesh D'Souza? Lots and lots of examples of pretty blonde girls with pigtails on the right. Is that example of Nazism, or are you just grasping at fucking straws because you're a giant piece of shit? I think it's pretty obvious, the answer to that, right? And uh, here's the one I was thinking about earlier. This is fucking funny as shit. Let me put my headphones back in. Watch this dude's fucking face. This is goddamn classic. Make sure it's even turned up and everything. Here we go. Also told that we were living through an epidemic of racially biased police shootings of black men. This too is false. A study published this August in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences is just the latest research undercutting the media narrative about race and police shootings. It is the rate of violent crime... That's fucking classic. That dude's fucking face is hilarious. He got his attention. He's like, what the fuck did you just say? Uh, This is Miss Panda. This is the first rescue we had at the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. She's still so tiny. Don't don't scratch me, Panda. Let's let's show him how beautiful you are. Look how pretty Miss Panda is. She's such a pretty girl. Yeah. You've been with me for years. All right, don't scratch me. Okay, I'll let you down. You have your free will. I love you, Panda. Anyway... 
That's where most of you guys' money, when you support me on Patreon and on the Super Chats goes. We do a lot of fucking good work here. The Human Society Miss Animal Sanctuary. We have a good home, and they so cute. All right, she wants out of here if you're listening in there. She wants no part of this anymore. So anyway, that was a funny fucking clip. This guy's like, what the fuck are you saying? You gotta be out of your goddamn mind. Instant classic. Love that shit. Let me take a second here to check out the chats. What's the chats have to say? Anything interesting going on in the fucking chats? Laughing my ass off. I know that was fucking hilarious. Look at that hair. Um, aha, a lot of people didn't use to realize it was racist. That's true. But I mean, I don't know. I think people have known for a long time. I knew when I was a kid it was racist. You know, I'm oh, I'm 45, and I knew when I was a fucking kid. Dusty, you're you're you sick, bro. I don't even know what that means. I didn't even good English. Um. Really lame. Don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I can't stand that guy. I guess we're right, Dinesh D'Souza. Who we got here now? Oh, shit. This is going to go well. I can already tell. This is Tater Tot. He's about to scratch the shit out of me. I can tell. Look at Mr. Tater Tot. Don't scratch me, Mr. Tater Tot. Please don't scratch me, Mr. Tater Tot. I've already been scratched in the throat. But you're so pretty. They don't like it in here with all these lights and all this noise. But you're so pretty, Mr. Tater Tot. Okay. All right, I respect your decision. He wants out now. That did not go well. That's the problem bringing in strange cats. They're not used to being in here around the lights and the noises yet, so we've got to get them used to that, get them acclimated to it. But slowly but surely, I'll show you guys these cats. Oh, my throat hurts. God damn it. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So that pussy is called Nipples? Okay. No. Dusty, are you sick of tool cells? I don't know. I don't have many experience with tool cells. I guess that's Tulsi fans or whatnot. They're fine. I don't got a problem with her. She's all good to me, but I don't think she'll win or anything. But I'm confused why I ever sub to you. I don't know. Like, you could literally be doing anything with your life right now. And you have a very limited number of hours and time on this planet. So if you're here watching me and you don't like it, that makes you a complete fucking moron. You should probably move on with your day, dude. Um... See what else? Tater Tot is a handsome fella, yet we have a lot of really pretty cats here. We've taken really good care of them. Oh, Miss Panda's still in here. I hope Miss Panda doesn't unplug my computer. Please don't unplug my computer, Miss Panda. That will really fuck up the show. Um, Tater Tot's rules, I know. Definitely cute boy. Um, If you're only counting unarmed black men in 2017, only 19 black men were killed by police. Considering the amount of interactions police have every day, that's not an epidemic. I mean, lots of black dudes are getting getting shot, right? And why are you using 2017? It's 2019. Seems like outdated data to me. Dusty rules! Hells yeah! Awesome. Uh, Let's see. Let me show I have any more super chats. Miss Panda, please stay away from my computer. Panda, stay away from my computer, please. Yeah, don't, 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 do not reset my computer, please. God damn it. Now I got a bunch of cats in here I got to worry about during the show. Um, can you come get Panda if you can hear me in there, please? Uh, I love the Kai-Cast. The Kai-Cast loves you. The Schwartz Wagon, I really appreciate that. Brad Hallman. Dusty, your stream is always the highlight of my week. Here's some money for you and the Animals Logic. I really appreciate that, Brad. I, I do a, a lot of work to try to put on a good show for you guys. She's over here. Come here, Panda. Come here, baby. Come here. Baby, I love you. Uh, Daddy loves you. But don't turn on my computer. There you go. Bye, bye, Miss Panda. All right. Um, really appreciate that, Brad. You rock, man. Support means a lot. As long as you guys keep supporting me, I'll keep doing the show. James Finley, five dollars. Thank you, James Finley. Uh, 
All right, so that's all the super chats for now. I really appreciate that, guys. You guys rock, rock my ass. All right, continue on with the show. Let's see, there's one from Ed Young. How'd you guys hear about this? Apparently, this guy got microbes in his intestine, his gut bacteria that produces booze, and so he don't even have to drink shit, and he's fucked up like he's drunk. How the fuck do I get these microbes, man? Imagine how cool that'd be. Never having to buy booze again. Just being drunk all the fucking time because of your microbes. Obviously, I'm just kidding. That would be awful. But that's really interesting that that can happen, dude. That microbes can be in your gut and they can ferment and make you drunk as shit. So uh, Ed Young says, The man would get so drunk that he'd black out, lose jobs, end up in a hospital, all without drinking any booze. The alcohol was coming from the bacteria in his gut. So that's some crazy-ass shit right there, isn't it? The body is amazing. And uh, I got to say, I usually don't agree with frat boys, but in this case, I definitely agree with this dude. Um, there is one thing you just don't fucking do, and you just do not fuck with a dude's chocolate milk. Thoughts need to learn. What the fuck? Why would you grab chocolate milk out of my fucking fridge? Into your fridge? Yeah, it's my fucking fridge. Why would you grab chocolate milk out of it? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not. You didn't know. Like, think about respect and just understanding how shit happens in the world. Like, you don't just go into somebody's fridge. Like, I wouldn't just walk into your place and go in your fridge and grab shit. It's not the kind of person I am. That's right. You just got told, didn't you? I don't care how cute your little belly button is or whatnot. Don't you fuck with that dude's chocolate milk. Hell no. Thoughts be gone. And uh, here's one from the Nerd School. I like Matt the Nerd School. Get some good takes. But this one's depressing as fuck. I don't know if you guys seen this one. The Federalist, which is a right-wing dipshit publication that I read all the time to laugh at. But uh, basically, they're trying to uh, de facto conversion therapy trans kids. Read this shit. The only effective strategy seems to be just saying no. Cutting kids off from the trans juice seems to be the only strategy showing a good outcome. Parents of gender dysphoric children must reject the unscrupulous and data unsupported practices of the culture and strike out in a different direction. Extracting children from the trans cult influence seems to offer hope towards undoing the brainwashing effects. Albeit anecdotal, because studies do not yet exist on the subject, these successes cannot be ignored. By cutting off internet access, withdrawing the child from public schools, and curtailing interactions with trans activists and other victims, parents are seeing children freed from the tyranny of the trans lie and returned to being the people they were born to be. So they're basically just trying to shut these people off from all human contact, right? That's real cult-like behavior. All this is is just another form of conversion therapy. Evil as fuck, right? Oh, yeah. So, in order to fight the trans cult, you have to isolate them from any social connections outside of your control. Cut them off from information that might contradict your beliefs and punish them for displaying behavior that you deem ab- abnormal. Um, yeah, that's the same thing you do with anything, right? That's the same thing you do with uh, kids who don't believe in Christianity anymore, right? Cut them off. Don't let them have access to outside information. Keep them brainwashed all the fucking time. Nope, that's some cult shit. That is child abuse. Fuck the Federalists for that shit. Definitely needs to be called out. And uh, Andrew Yang, I do not think, understands his fan base at all. Do you know that a huge section of your fan base, Andrew Yang, are four channers? 
Do you know anything about 4chaners? Apparently not, because Andrew Yang's out here like, as a parent of young kids, I believe rampant access to pornography is a real problem. We need to empower families to be able to moderate what our kids see and when. They can already do that, right? There's already fucking tons of software that any parent who is responsible can put on the kid's computer that blocks fucking porn access. What else are you wanting to do here, Andrew Yang? But I mean, I know his fan base on the right is not going to fucking hate on him for this. They just want that fucking Yang bucks. Give me a thousand bucks a month and I'll buy all the fucking porn I want. I don't give a shit what you say, Andrew Yang. You know that's their fucking take on this, but yep. Learn your audience, Yang. You're way far off the mark with this one. And uh, how long will it be until Stefan Mjolnuts becomes a young earth creationist? He's already like 90% there. In general, they are not atheists because they don't believe in God. They are atheists because they don't want to believe in morality. What in the fuck does that even mean, dude? I believe in morality. My morality has nothing to do with God whatsoever. My morality is based on empathy. The fact that I have an imagination that allows me to put myself in other people's shoes and know what they're going through and then when I treat them the same way I want to be treated. Incredibly fucking simple. Has nothing to do with God, you goddamn moron. But obviously he's just pandering to his audience. He knows that with all his racist bullshit, all his conservative reactionary horseshit that he spreads, he's drawing in a huge conservative Christian audience. And he's just pandering to them because grifters got a grift. It's always the fucking same with these dudes. See right through it. And uh, here's Joshua for Congress. Oh, God. Let's fucking shit on Ben Shapiro a little bit. You guys hear Ben Shapiro say this bullshit? He's freaking out because uh, the dictionary is using them and they to explain how you can talk to non-binary people or talk about non-binary people in their preferred pronouns, you know, which is just, there's a cat in here still. We need the cat gone. Meowing at the door if you can hear me there. Anyway, um, let's just listen. The polarization of um, the American public continues apace, with woke scolds doing their best to ruin every aspect of American life. I'm very excited that Merriam-Webster Dictionary has now added the non-binary pronoun they to the dictionary. Because when I look at a book for definitions of words, what I want is a made-up definition of a word that has never been used this way in all of human history, a plural noun used as a singular noun to refer to a singular gender. We're going to use a plural noun. Which is not true. I just saw Jordan Peterson do it. But keep in mind, he's really, really mad that they're using made-up words that are not in the dictionary. Oh, no, you can't use made-up words, says the guy who used the word woke scodes. Let's check the dictionary. Nope. No results for that word, you fucking made-up. So clearly Ben Shapiro doesn't have any fucking problem with made-up words or using made-up words. He's just mad that the dictionary is finally trying to be more understanding of trans people and their issues because he's a transphobe, you fucking dickhead. See right through that shit. You're a laughing stock. And uh, I made this joke and a lot of people got mad. I don't have anything against rap, folks. I just thought it was a funny joke and I did not write these jokes. I stole these jokes. I still think they're funny. Why do all modern-day rappers look like a desk you would find in detention? And I'm pretty sure this guy is not going to do very much time because mumble rappers never finish their sentences. Hilarious, I thought. So funny, I had to steal that. And, like, I don't even... Somebody was like, Dusty, what you're saying is racist. And I was like, what? And like, yeah, that dude's black. And I'm like, this dude's black? I had no idea this dude was black. I thought this is a white boy. Not like it matters or anything, but... Don't know anything about it. And it's not like I... And they're like, Dusty, you're an old man who eats rap music. Bitch, I literally put out a rap album. 
Kanye West is my favorite singer. My favorite group of all time is goddamn, uh, I can't think of their name right now. Sir Mix-a-Lot, hell, square dance rap. <laughs> Love that shit. Grew up on that shit. Telling me I don't like rap music. You gotta be out of your goddamn mind. Fuck that shit. That's just a funny joke. He looks like a desk in detention. You ever been in detention? People scribbling on the fucking desk in detention all the time. That's what all these rappers look like. Right? It's funny. And next up. Another racist dipshit proud of being racist. Welcome to Trump's America. Boy, I worked for the shit the year. Yeah, you did. Here. Mm-hmm. Build this fucking country. Yeah, you did. What'd you do? Mm-hmm. Come, I was going on a fucking boat. No, oh, I did. I, uh, I came you, in you in a fucking boat. At dad. least, like, in a fourth name. Shut up. What you mean, dude? Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm videoing this. Do it. You're a racist. You're a racist. I know I am. And you shouldn't be proud of that. You shouldn't be. Speaking? (laughs) No. I'm speaking with my friends. You fucking racist. Yeah, sure am. Me. That's me. Me dice que hablen inglés. What a fucking dick, man. Just speaking with her friends about her own business. Speak English. You came here on a boat. I'm proud of being racist. Well, you shouldn't be. Now you're all over the fucking internet. You're famous, motherfucker. You famous. 827,000 views so far. Guarantee it's going to be more than that when it's all said and done. I bet he comes out and he apologizes. I'm sorry. She just caught me at a bad time. This doesn't reflect who I truly am. Bullshit. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You're a proud fucking racist. Don't fucking try to back out of that shit now. Just own it. Fucking piece of shit. And uh, I guess we'll check on the chat. You guys got a certain in the trip. They're nothing. Change Sam Cedar owned inbred bin. Yep. They're all scared of Sam Cedar. Gotta really respect that dude. Damn illegal aliens found the UFOs without a registration. Don't you know it? Typical white boys. Eh. I ain't like that. Although I guess I've had my share of racism when I was younger. I can't really... uh lie about it. I grew up in a, a real racist. I didn't grow up in a racist household. My mom wasn't racist. And my dad wasn't racist. My dad like had sex with probably half the black girls in town. He definitely wasn't racist. But I, I did grow up, you know, in the Mississippi educational system and it was incredibly fucking racist and I had lots of racist friends. So I definitely have had my share of it for sure. He won't apologize. They usually do though. When, the, when it goes viral and they're all embarrassed, they usually do. But we'll see what happens. That fucker at Instant Gulag. Yeah, we'll see. Stupid asshole. Agreed. Pieces of shit everywhere. This week, shine this new super shirts. Conversion therapy for trans kids sounds too much like the basis for but I'm a cheerleader. Had not seen that, but that sounds interesting. But yeah, that's all they're doing. They're going to pray the trans away, but it doesn't work like that, does it? Give the kitties a hug for me and keep being you. I will. Thank you. I will try to give them a hug without getting my neck ripped apart. I love the podcast. I already read that. The Schwartz Awakens, the podcast loves you. Thank you for that. Appreciate the support. You guys rock. Um, you guys see this one? This one is going viral. Apparently, the first talking point they put out about socialism is like, oh my God, when you go to the supermarket, the cupboards are bare. You can't buy anything in the fucking supermarkets in socialist countries. It's fucking hell on earth. So then they go to a socialist country and now they show that the fucking shit's stocked. All the shelves are fucking stocked. Now they're stuck with the same shit. Yeah, but they're stocked. And so they have to change their fucking narrative. Now they're saying like, oh my God, it's all the same shit. You don't have any fucking variety. Well, for one thing, apparently somebody pointed out that the reason there's not that much variety is because when they have stuff on the shelves, 
um, of different brands. The restaurateurs in the area go buy them all up, which only leaves a certain number of things. But also, we have the illusion of choice in this country, right? Do you really think we have lots of choice? I mean, this person says, when you trade free healthcare and education for 10 different types of Dr. Pepper, that's true. I mean, yeah, they don't have fucking a million different choices of blenders. They just have one good blender, but at least they don't fucking die because they can't afford insulin. At least they don't die because of basic health care. But like I was saying, it's the illusion of choice. In America, a handful of companies have a monopoly. Uh, for example, Pepsi owns Ruffles, Lay's, Totitas, Fritos, Tropicana, Quaker. This is true of Nestle, General Mills, Kraft, etc. Most opposing brands are owned by the same company. Choice and competition is an illusion. That's exactly right. It's all a fucking illusion, dude. And also, a lot of the reason that they don't have a lot of selection is because our countries have had embargoes in their countries, right? For a long time. So it's like, if you beat the shit out of somebody and then you made fun of them because they had black eyes and broken legs. <laughs> Look at you. That's what socialism causes. Black eyes and broken legs. You're the one that beat the motherfucker up. Now you're going to make fun of him for it? Hell to the no. We see right through that shit and I'm not even a fucking socialist, dude. I'm a social democrat. I'm more socialist, but I can see a bullshit argument when I fucking see it. Suck a dick, conservatives. Not in a good way. And here's one from Julia Loft. Oh, God. Here's a perfect example of cancel culture, right? Dude stood in front of America, lied his ass off, harmed America with his fucking lies, and now he's on ABC. Look at me. I'm dancing with the dance. Yep, that's America for you. Way to go, ABC. Way to get this guy a fucking platform to try to rebrand his image. This fucking piece of lying shit who hurt our country. It's another example of how fucking cancel culture, cancel cancel culture is fucking just a, a myth, a myth told by conservatives mainly to shit on the left. Definitely have to fight back against it. And did you guys hear Joe Biden say this bullshit? Good lord, I hear Elizabeth Warren is overtaking him. It seems like the media is uh, trying to cancel Bernie, quote unquote, and to make sure Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren gets the uh, nomination, which is at least better than fucking this dude. Good lord, imagine this guy being the nominee against Trump. You get a tax break for a racehorse. Why in God's name couldn't we provide a $8,000 tax credit for everybody who has child care costs? It would put it would put 720 million back million women back in the workforce. 720 million. Seven million women back in the workforce. There's only 327.2 million women in the world. So apparently Joe Biden's plan going to have a lot of women be born and then instantly give them jobs. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we should elect Joe Biden. There'll be lots of fucking, apparently. Spitting out the babies. Apparently having babies is going to be the job of a lot of women if Joe Biden has his way. And uh, here's another one from classical liberal. Um, oh, God, did you guys see this one? Holy fucking shit. It's hard to believe this is real. Got 43.6 thousand likes for this, folks. Dan Crenshaw, watching Bernie pander to different groups to get their vote has always disgusted me, but now it's personal. I didn't go to war so that you would take care of me, Bernie. I went because I wanted to serve and our country needed it. Can you imagine if this is your platform? Imagine being a conservative and your platform is, I don't expect us to take care of the troops. They don't even want to be taken care of, Bernie. You're pandering. And like Casca Liberal says, I think this is a winning message. 
you should really emphasize in your next campaign the idea that veterans are too badass for government handouts and shouldn't get any assistance when they come back home. And that's so fucking true. And of course, he got shit on repeatedly like he should have for this. But not enough. Not fucking nearly enough with 43.6k likes. Um, and uh, Anthony Fatale says, America shouldn't take care of the people who sacrifice everything to defend it. Bad take, my boy. Pretty sure veterans wouldn't just give up their college scholarships, VA, and other earned benefits that rightfully come with their service to this country. Shut up! Yep, please shut the fuck up. Can't believe the stormtrooper said it would be better for soldiers to die than receive health care and thousands of people liked and retweeted it. Truly a cursed country. I know this is conservatives, man. This is the side that claims that they do nothing but love the troops, respect the troops. You can't kneel for the flag Then they turn right around and say, hey, you don't want to take care of us? We're fine. Let us die. That's what we signed up for because America. It's just... It's a parody, folks. Life has become a parody these days. It's so ass backwards. It's hard to take any of this fucking shit seriously in any way whatsoever. Speaking of which, here's an Andy No-Go. This guy is such a fucking goddamn... What a grifter. The way this guy talks to... What happened to me that day? The milkshake... The milkshaking served a particular purpose. When it goes in your face and eyes, you can't even see. It's very insidious. Oh my god, this guy like... The most pretentious motherfucker on earth, this grifting, con man, non-journalist. We've gone over over and over again how he sides with fascists and then puts out one-sided propaganda edited specifically to make anti-fascists look bad while giving the fascist that he is friends with cover. Fuck everything about this dude. And uh, you guys remember Owen Benjamin? Apparently, the right propped him up as a genius. So funny, Owen Benjamin. Let's check out and see what Owen Benjamin is up to these days. I bet it's not cringy or racist in any way. ...of sexual assault against Brett Kavanaugh with nobody has yet described Kavanaugh's genitalia. Oh, I haven't. No one's described what his penis looks like. I don't know what to believe until I know what his penis looks like. If you don't describe his penis, what's next? Yeah, you're definitely crushing it, dude. Hilarious! Can't wait till you go on tour and get your Netflix special where you talk about cancel culture. Good fucking lord. How do you conservatives associate with people like this? How are you not embarrassed every day of your lives when you wake up thinking, oh my god, my side is so fucking racist and ridiculous and anti-Semitic. How do I fucking associate with them? Another reason is because you're dickheads, just like he is. Easy fucking answer. And uh, speaking of dickheads who are conservatives that you guys associate with, the kind of things you say when you're not racist from Sticks and Hammer 666. Some people persist in the delusion that I'm a racist. I wonder why. That's funny. I had sex with a black woman, formerly married a Mexican, and dated someone of a largely native ancestry in the past. That's right, folks. I can't be racist. I fucked a black girl one time. That means I can't be racist. And yeah, like I know, like Thomas Jefferson had slaves and he had sex with his slave and he was really fucking racist. But somehow that makes me not a racist. I have black friends and that's the way it works. If you have black friends, if you knew a black guy once, you can't be racist. That's what every fucking racist says, dude. Seriously, how do you not know this? How does that know the first thing you thought? It's like, oh my God, if I say that, that's what every racist says. I'm going to say even more racist when I say that. How far behind the times are you, motherfuckers? I guess that's kind of self-evident, isn't it? 
And uh, I don't know if you guys saw this one or not, but this went viral last week where uh, this is a uh, Elizabeth Warren supporter. And he was asked why you support Elizabeth Warren over Bernie Sanders. And everything he named were things that Bernie Sanders supports and Elizabeth Warren doesn't. It's fucking hilarious. Let's have a listen. So why Warren and not Sanders? So let me just first say that it's 2019 and we have two structural change, big, bold, progressive candidates that um, have built huge grassroots followings in the democratic process. But you picked one. Why? Right. And so our grassroots members and our volunteers and our state committee, we engaged in a very long process and we came out. And I'm so proud of the process and so proud that we chose Elizabeth Warren. Let me tell you why. So, I mean, if you look at her, you know, they joke about she has a plan for her, right? But if you look at it and, and you take a step back, so Green New Deal, so we could save the planet. Um, birdies. A historically big picture uh, housing uh, policies. Birdies. Um, you know, uh, Medicare for all to take birdies. the insurance companies between you and your doctor. Birdies. Right. So uh, healthcare could be a right and not a commodity. That's birdies. Birdies. Bernie right? does the same thing right. that he wrote the damn bill. That's that's absolutely right. <laughs> that's absolutely right. But for some reason, I don't support him, and I support the other person. For reasons. Doesn't make any sense. Obviously, they got shit on. Hugely. Wide of the post is. So, why Warner not Sanders? The Green New Deal? So we can save the planet? A historically big picture housing policy? Medicare for all? To take the insurance companies between you and your doctor so healthcare can be all right? And commodity that's traded? A question mark. Yeah, no, I'm glad he cleared this up. I'm wondering how much he sold his soda for. Not enough. Definitely should get more for it. But it looks to me like Warren definitely might get the nomination. We'll see what happens. If she does, so be it. Obviously, I will support her over fucking Trump any day. Still, more of a Bernie guy, but, you know, you take what you can get. And uh, here's uh, Talia Lavin pointing out a private message she received from a guy. Wow, the entire far right in one screenshot. It's like, hi, hello, hey, sweetie, you look like my future wife. And she's like, you look like a fucking loser. And of course, insecure dickheads, when they get a little bit of criticism, go fucking nuts to get rejected. Oh my God, she rejected me, which clearly means there's something wrong with her, because I'm amazing. I'm one of the greatest people that ever lived, so if you're rejected me, it's definitely your problem. So he's like, this loser will fuck all your hoes, and you will scream like a pig. You fucking inbreed. What is your race? You don't even know. How could you, you, you stupid fuck whore? Adolf Hitler didn't finish his plans on this planet, but your time is going to come. Tell me, what is your race, you fucking Negro clown face? Pay more respect to the white people, you inbred unicellular. Make a favor to the world and just go kill yourself. Oh, God, dude. You can just smell the self-loathing and the desperation on this guy. There is a reason you can't get women, dude. And it's not because of the way you look. It's because of your attitude. It's because your whole mentality towards women. So unattractive. No one is ever going to want to fuck you. Change, dude. Please. For your own good. Let's see here. We got another 13 minutes. So let's cover the best of the best here. Um, the Pentagon announced the U.S. Tr uh, US troop deployment to Saudi Arabia. Why isn't this bigger news? Good question. Kyle Kalinske. I will not talk much about this, but everybody should be freaking out. Saudi Arabia kills an American journalist, cuts his fucking body up into pieces. 
Trump covers it up, and now apparently the United States military is a arm of the Saudi Arabian government. Terrifying, folks, but not surprising. Not surprising. Conservatives don't really give a shit. You know, they live in a bizarro world where none of this matters to them. But the good news is, at least when a Democrat takes office, they won't have the moral high ground about anything because we can throw all this shit back in their face over and over again. Uh, and of course, they'll say, I didn't even support Trump. I didn't support that. Don't blame me for that. That's exactly what they're going to fucking say. You already know it. Lying fucks. Um, let's see. You don't want to make fun of Tim Pool anymore? Uh, I'm about sick of Tim Pool for now. Let's skip ahead. Um, so this guy, I don't know how he has ever had anybody accept his invitation to come to Thanksgiving with him. But holy fuck, what a goddamn dickhead this motherfucker is! I guarantee you he's going to be eating cold turkey stuffing alone this year. If you're hosting, you don't feed this motherfucker. If he says one word about the president. Now, it sounds probably cruel. It sounds And you guys stupid. might think I'm actually joking. I'm not. You I say, you sit down to break bread. You say, hey, this is a patriotic table. It's a patriotic family. God-fearing. We love this country. We love this president. love our faith. And we love our guns. We're inviting you to sit at our table. And if you choose to do that, you will respect everything I just said. We don't have to agree on politics, but what we will agree on is avoiding the topic altogether over Thanksgiving dinner. Because if you don't, and you sit down at my table, and you disrespect myself, my family, my God, and my president, I'm going to take that drumstick, and I'm going to shove it up your fucking ass on my front lawn. This is not a threat. This is what's going to happen. Now, would you like to come to Thanksgiving? (laughs) Do you think you can contain yourself? Oh, yes. Where do I sign up? I'll be there with bells on. You sound like such a nice, sweet fellow that I want to spend my Thanksgiving eating with. Oh, God, dude. Seriously. What a fucking loser. How can it get any fucking worse? An officer, I'd like to report a murder. This motherfucker is like, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons. Look at me. I'm too buff. I spent all my time in the fucking gym looking sexy. I don't have time to play Dungeons and Dragons like you fucking nerds. And Joe Magliano is like, I do. I look way fucking better than you. Look how ripped I am, motherfucker. Checkmate, bitch. And uh, I don't play Dungeons and Dragons either, but I play it on the fucking computer and it's fun as shit. And just because I don't play it like the board game and stuff, don't mean I'm going to shit on anybody else who plays it. As long as you're having fun, you ain't hurt no fucking body. Why are you being a dipshit? And now you got owned. So live with that for the rest of your fucking life, motherfucker. You got 106,000 likes. Uh, let's see. You can't see how many likes his guy. But anyway, destroyed. Awesome. Love me some Joe Magdalene. Look at this sexy motherfucker. Holy shit. Like, this is the kind of guy I love, but also hate at the same time. Because how the fuck do you compete with this? Like, what in the fuck? What am I going to do to compete with this? Nothing. Fuck you. But also, I love you. And uh, I'm going to finish it up with some Riddick. Not about another nine minutes. I guess I'll check the chat and then I'll finish up with the right. What you saying in the chat? Anybody say anything interesting to me? The chat keeps disconnecting and reconnecting. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with it. Looks like it's disconnected again. Reload. Is it gonna work? There we go. Um almost makes me want to skip carbos. Almost. Don't know what that is. It's my carbs. I love me some carbs, that's for sure. Um He's gonna shove a drumstick. I know. 
Sounds like he's having some kind of sexual fantasies. Looking old as dirt, dusty. I know I am. Hell yeah, old as fuck. Killing it. Uh, shut up. This guy's a wimp. I know, right? Acting all fucking tough. Mm. Guy's a real mental case. Aren't they all? Aren't all these motherfuckers mental cases that I show? Damn, Duster. Um, all right, let me check the ch- super chat. Lifeblood of the show, super chat. What we got here? Thanks, Dusty. No problem, Ben Davis. Thanks to you. That's, that's why we got all the new ones. Cool, cool, cool. Last chance to get your super chats. If you want to do that, support the show. If not, that is totally fucking cool, too. Let me make sure I didn't miss anybody on the Facebook chat. Dusty Smith, we should go for Thanksgiving. Hell yeah. What you going to make for Thanksgiving? I'm a vegetarian, so you got to make me something that I'm going to actually eat. Uh, Dusty, I always enjoy your videos. You rock. Hey, thanks, man. I really appreciate that. You rock. Um... Oh, you're voting for Bernie Sanders. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter who I vote for because I live in Mississippi and uh, because of the Electoral College. It's 100% going to go to Trump, so my vote doesn't even count. So it doesn't really matter who I vote for. Billy Bragg is awesome. I don't know who Billy Bragg is, but I need to look him up see who the fuck it is. But uh, Singh's awesome, as far as I can tell. Um, all right. Then I'll finish it up with some palate cleansers, some cute shit. Hopefully, we'll erase all the horrible shit we talked about tonight from your mind. And uh, I don't know why this is awesome, but it fucking is. Here's an alligator with watermelon. I don't know why he got that watermelon. I don't know who gave it to him. I don't know why he ain't crushing it and eating it, but he loves his watermelon. You float on, you cute-ass alligator. Basically, a dinosaur with a watermelon. I can't fucking beat that shit, can you? And next up, this little good boy snuck on the subway. Look how happy he is about it. Yeah, he's such a happy boy. He just smiling at his owner all fucking play, motherfucker. I ain't playing with you. We want to look at the good boy. There we go. Oh, he's so cute. He's just looking up at his own. He's so in love. Oh, my God. I just want to take a poop. He's so stinking cute. And next up, I need this Harry Potter mod for GTA. I've heard of a drive-by shooting before. You guys ever heard of a fly-by shooting? There's some hardcore gangster shit right here. That's right. Gun him down, Harry. Take that, motherfuckers. Gryffindorf and whatnot. Hufflepuff. I don't know like anything about Harry Potter, but... These are words I've heard before. Uh, Slytherin! Uh, what is the guy that should not be named? I don't even know. Sorry, don't know they made Harry Potter, but that's cool mod. Want that mod for myself. Even though GTA is old as fuck. And gonna finish it off with this one. I would totally go see this movie. I don't even like horror movies, right? But if I was gonna go watch a fucking horror movie, it would definitely be this one. This is a Michael Myers that I can fucking get on board with. You work it, boy. Hell no, you didn't. Get it, Michael. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah. Oh, why it being all bad now? Quality sucking. Don't suck quality. Fuck. Of course. Alright, I'm sorry the quality's so bad. I don't know why the quality decided to be bad all of a sudden. Fuck you, bullshit. You had one job. Anyway, that was a funny video. I like that one. Should check that out if you haven't seen that. Anyway, that's all my material I have for tonight. I got five minutes left, so I'm going to spend the next five minutes chatting up you motherfuckers. So, uh, say something interesting to me. This is Twisted. Yep, heard that. 12 more likes, people. 
Like the video, folks. Please like the video. Like, subscribe, and obey. As the bad guy says on Borderlands 3. I identify with the bad guy on Borderlands 3. I think it's pretty funny social commentary in Borderlands 3, actually. Uh, and also, I was kind of surprised when I was playing Borderlands 3 out of the blue. I started hearing this really familiar voice, and I was like, who is that? It was Ice-T. Ice-T was like voicing one of the characters. And man, Ice-T's a good actor. That dude's killing it. And also, uh, Penn and Teller. Uh, well, mostly Penn, because Teller doesn't talk. But both of them are characters in the game. Um, they're like characters that are based off them, and Penn talks a lot in the game. So pretty good. Pretty fun game. Uh, Deleterson Peterson. Hell yeah. Baldur's Gates. Okay. Um, Dusty, how do you get better with women? Uh, you just be confident and comfortable with yourself. You know? Just relax. That also helps. Find something you're passionate about to talk about. Doesn't really matter what it is. As long as you're truly passionate about it and you know a lot about it and you're confident, comfortable enough to speak about it. Women like are really attracted to that. Mainly it's just being comfortable with who you are and yourself. Not trying too hard. Not trying to prove anything to anybody. Because really in the end, the only thing you have to prove to is yourself. Um, and as long as you have that mentality, it really comes across to women. That's just my experience. Um, what else we got? Ice-T is great. Listen to Body Count. All right. Don't know that one. I mainly know Ice-T as a, uh actor. That's the funny thing. I know he was a rapper and whatnot, but never really heard much of his rap music. Don't throw a wrench, man. I've been around since the very beginning years ago. Okay. I don't know what that fucking means, but whatever. Um, CL Borderlands is a monster. Yeah, I've heard all about that guy, uh, but still, Borderlands is an amazing game, so how do I not play it? You know, I'm so torn. It's my favorite game series. And I know, what is his name? Randy something or another. I know he's sort of a dick in real life, but at the same time, damn, he puts out good games. It's hard not to play them for sure. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm a piece of shit for doing that. I'm open to it. Um, Got a friend to join and like? Thank you. Everybody needs to like the video. Can I get a link to the dog video, please? Um, You can follow me on Reddit. My username on Reddit is Cult of Dusty, and everything I've liked is on my Reddit list, so you can go find it really easily if you go follow me on Reddit. So that's the answer to that. All right, let's see. Finish up checking the super chats. Any new super chats before we go today? If you don't have democracy voting, you need meritocracy voting. With Electoral College, they have no qualifications, ergo no merit to decide anything. I know, right? It's ridiculous. I mean, we're still using a slave error system, which works exactly like you would think it was. It helps maintain the white supremacist power structure in this country. Not amazing. Hopefully we can end that someday, but I don't see any into it anytime soon. Cashrix Defiance, $5. Hey, Dusty, first time I've been able to catch live. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate you joining me. Um, here's five pounds for you and the animals. Trends rights. Appreciate that. I will spend it well. And uh, that's all the super chats for now. That's the end of the show, folks. Really appreciate it. Do you want to support the show? Patreon.com. Find slash Cult of Dusty. There's a link in the chat. There's also other ways you can support the show. We have merchandise. We have direct tips you can send. You can support us if you want to. And please do. If you like the show, please support it. Because if you don't support the art you like, it disappears. And I don't want to disappear, folks. I think I'm doing a good job here. I think I was fucking born to do this shit. and want to keep doing it. So I really appreciate all the support. And I will see you guys on Friday. I will be back for another Filter Friday show. I will try not to miss the show this Friday. And as I said before, Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm going to release a new religious bullshit of the week video. 
Going to start trying to do four of those a month. No promises, but that's the plan. So uh, be sure to check out my channel Wednesday. If you missed those videos, it will be back. I will see you guys Friday. Really appreciate the support, guys. I really love you guys. I really thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you soon. As always, till next time, logic. Fuck yes. Thanks a lot, dudes. Good night. See ya.